You're listening to the Mayflower Marathon on Rock 102. WAQI. WAQI HD Springfield. 1021 FM. A Springfield Rocks radio group. Springfield's classic rock. This hour of the Mayflower Marathon is proudly supported by Liberty Bank. Donate in person at MGM Springfield or online at rock102.com. <laughs> underway smooth little transition right there yeah i'm not one to count down hours but we got 52 hours left to go in this mayflower marathon well no it's actually uh 51 hours and uh 58 minutes because we're two minutes in here so listen we are at uh we are at mgm springfield we are collecting food for four uh four trucks this year we need your help we'll tell you all the details about what's going on with food and security Throughout the Mayflower Marathon, we get some great guests on the way. We got Scott Cohen. We got Tom Cotter. I'm glad you didn't include <laughs> Scott Cohen and great guests. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to sell the sizzle, Steve. Buddy, he's going to come down here and tell us all how to run this thing. That's the way it's yeah. going to be. It's Bax and Nagel to Mayflower Marathon on Rock 102. And now. Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? You know me. I'm not a judgmental fella. I'm the sort of guy who says, live and let live. What you do to yourself is your business, and I will hardly be the one who casts judgments upon you, no matter how stupid you look. I am, on the other hand, the sort of guy who rarely breaks the rules, for I'm the sort of guy who chooses to express my own individuality with blinding compliance and uncompromising obedience. This week, NBA All-Star LaMelo Ball, the Charlotte Hornets, was required to cover up a neck tattoo that the league believes is in violation of NBA rules. Specifically, this is the rule against players exposing non-sanctioned commercial logos anywhere in their bodies. The tattoo in question is simply the letters LF. Now, According to LaMelo Ball, this tattoo is nothing more than an abbreviation of his middle name, which I should point out happens to be LaFrance. The fact that LF is also the name of LaMelo Ball's clothing line is nothing short of a complete coincidence. This isn't about the crass self-promotion of a commercially branded corporate logo. This is something entirely different. It's the kid's middle name. Of course, the NBA tried to do the same sort of thing with LaMelo's older brother Lorenzo with the big baller brand tattoo he placed on his body in 2018. He was forced to cover up that tattoo as well. Personally, I didn't have a problem with Lorenzo Ball and his tattooed body with a corporate logo. I wasn't going to buy those ugly-ass shoes to begin with. But in LaMelo's case, the only thing I'd buy from his clothing line is an LF turtleneck to cover up the tattoo I put on my neck. I don't care what kind of tattoo it is. It could be a logo, some barbed wire, a thunderbolt, a tattoo of a cat's ass, I'm getting me a turtleneck to cover it up, even if it hurts my perimeter shooting and my rebounding ability, because that's the sort of needlessly compliant guy I am. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, I'm looking at the Craftsman 2.5-gallon wet-dry vac, 20 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. I'm looking at the flyer that I picked up at the store. You can look on the Rocky's website or on the Rocky's app. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 
It's uh, 612 with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield this hour. Brought to you by the fine folks at Liberty Bank. Thank you very much for their uh, support this hour. Yeah, thank you. And uh, you know what? Welcome to the jungle. That was at the old place we were at. <laughs> this is uh, welcome to paradise. Oh, you know I, I, like, yeah. I like what you said there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, well, welcome. Good to see you, Steve. Good to see you back. Good top of the morning to you. It's a, it's a little chilly out here this morning. Yeah, what's a, what's a, what is it now? 28 degrees. That's not so bad. We've faced worse than this. Yes, we have. This but, is uh, nothing. It's, it, you don't remember that you faced it before. Oh, I remember everything. I remember <laughs> every possible weather calamity we've faced, and we faced them all. High winds, rain, yep. snow, sleet, uh, tornado, uh, <laughs> all of that microburst. We did all those things here. Uh, strip club explosion, right? We, you forget, yeah. forgot that one, too. <laughs> barely, barely remember not having that. We are uh, outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. We uh, encourage you to come down here, drop off your non-perishable food donations. If you don't have that, you can always donate cash. And uh, if you can't get out today, you can always go online at rock102.com. Yeah, that's a real easy way to do it, and it goes right to the open. Every dollar we're raising uh, here and every can is going to the open pantry. We are collecting none of it ourselves. I've had had a long conversation with management. Uh, that I was not going to take any of it for my own purposes. Oh, really? Yes, I was reminded of exactly why we're here. Uh, I gotta, I gotta do my annual drink condensed soup out of a can trick. Yeah, that's a good one yeah, too. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, I'm already, uh, I'm already working on the, uh, on the basic rudimentary building blocks of the grilled cheese speech for Wednesday morning. Oh yeah, that should be a good one. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm working on a couple things. We'll see what happens. You know, we uh, we got interviewed by uh, <clears throat> the two news stations here, yes. 22 and, and, and Western Mass News, and you had uh, Duncan Lane yep. and then Matt Price over here, and it just reminded me, like, it's pretty in pink, and that's Blaine and Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they were yeah. they were Who's both going to get the prize. I I don't I don't know, but yeah, uh, you know, we appreciate uh, both of their support. You know, Western Mass News is our uh, is our media partner in this, and they're going to be uh, here throughout the day. And so, yeah, it's great to have that kind of support. You know, uh, Michael Dobbs threw a reminder set, put the, a, a nice piece together. We had that interview yesterday with Dave yeah. Matson. That was awful cool. Everyone seems to be kind of uh, on board in a real passionate way. We talked about this over the last couple of weeks. But the problem with food insecurity right now, it's really reached a crisis situation where one in three families in the Springfield area are suffering from some level of food insecurity. When you think about that, it's, it's, it's staggering and hard to believe, but it's true. Those are the numbers that are being reported to, not, uh, by, to us, not only by the open pantry, but by other services as well. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a, a, a demand that's hard to keep up with. It's a demand that's hard to keep up with, but uh, we're going to be here to help that... Uh Help that cause out, you know. We are. We. I'm hoping that we crush last year's record. We crush, got, crush it. Like we've got four trucks here. We're off to a good start. People already donating. Uh, one guy just came here with both the uh, a jar of Hellman's mayonnaise and a jar of Miracle Whip. Wow. One was a very nice donation. The other one was an act of. Uh, All right, listen. <laughs> was, was an act of aggression. That's here, what it was. Here, here, here's a little tip. If you're not going to eat it. <laughs> Just because people are have food insecurity doesn't mean they're going to eat it too. Yeah. Just because the stuff in your pantry has an expiration date that expires in about twelve minutes doesn't mean you need to bring it down here. Right. Now if you got some butter beans, oh, I you love, like butter, butter beans. I love butter, I love butter, butter beans. beans. Are delicious. You can get that, uh, but no uh 
no junky stuff. Come on. Uh, let's get some let's, good non-perishable food donations. I still think there. that my all-time favorite donation was someone brought a generic can of pork. A generic? It was like there was no paper label. It was just a, a metallic can stamped with like black ink, and it said pork. Like it came out of the, uh, like off the back of a truck somewhere? I, I, I don't even know. There was, a, there was a part of me that thought, I want to open this to see what kind of pork product is inside but there was another part of me that says no please don't do that because it it could potentially be you know, it could potentially promote botulism or worse or it could have been the best thing you've ever eaten so you missed out you don't know you know i have to say uh we were being interviewed by matt price at western mass news mm -hmm. and uh, he asked you a question yes and uh and you gave uh, just a glorious answer of Pure poetry, as well, far as I'm concerned. Well, you gave the answer, and then I followed up on it. Yeah, Isn't well, that that you, you gave the answer, and they said he wanted, like, my reaction to it. And I said, I, I can't, I, I can't top that. I can't frost that cake. Right. And that's, that's, that's as perfect as it can possibly be. And then he asked another question. I gave my answer, and then you and then followed I, that up. And then I said, uh, his head stole the words from my heart. <laughs> That'll, that'll be on TV later. Yeah, How I know. about that? Well, I hope it's on TV. I hope they don't say, oh, we can't use that. Oh, it's on TV. Not yet. <laughs> um, here's another thing that, uh, that we would ask you to not do is bring down anything that's expired. Make sure that you're checking the dates uh, that are on your cans. If, if it's going to expire within the next, you know, maybe month or two, mm -hmm. probably not the best thing to bring down here. So make sure... Because uh, otherwise, we got to throw that stuff away. We can't. We can't use it. Here's here's the other thing. Because yesterday, I probably had I probably answered like you know, fifteen to twenty texts asking this very same question. Mm -hmm. Can I bring you a coffee? Can I bring you food for just you and Steve? Uh, the answer should be uh, no. We're we're really all set. In all fact, right. if all twenty of you brought a coffee. I'm pretty sure my uh, my kidneys and my intestines would blow up. Well, so uh, I, we, I don't think we should be uh, talking about what's what's what Steve and Bax need. Well, well, listen, uh, I don't need anything, and I'm not looking. I don't want anybody to bring me anything. I'm just going to tell you what an idiot I am, <laughs> because uh, Aaron here asked us what we wanted for coffee, and I said, oh, you know what? I'll take an iced coffee, and I didn't really take into account that it's 28 degrees outside. <laughs> Usually I'm in a warm studio yeah. uh, in the basement over on Fisher Avenue, but not today. Not today, folks. It's freezing out, and I got my, my Dunkin' iced. Yeah, and now I, it's a doorstop. Well, it's uh, at least it won't go cold on me. <laughs> <laughs> at least you won't have to worry about the ice displacement. Yeah, so, uh, you won't have to worry about that. Listen, we're at the uh, at MGM Springfield. Here's how to get in. You go through the, uh, the Columbus Avenue entrance into... Uh, the South End Marketplace, right by the uh, the parking garage, which is loaded, by the way, with available parking. Loaded. And then you can uh, come out on State Street. You cannot enter from State Street. That you cannot do. No. We, you, we, you will not like the uh, the ramifications of that. Yeah, you can't go in through the outdoor. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you got. Yeah, 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 the Led Zeppelin yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, coming oh, through yeah. Columbus Avenue, we will take cash donations. You can donate online, but most importantly, Get out here. 52 hours. We end on Wednesday at 10. It's Banks and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at Rock 102. Tis the season that gives. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Banks and Steve Nagel on Rock 102.
It's uh, 627 with Bax and Nagel at uh, the Mayflower Marathon, MGM Springfield by the South End Market. Right by, uh, in the shadow of the most beautiful parking facility in all of Springfield. Isn't it, uh, isn't it lovely out there? You know what? I've been on nearly every floor now, and it, it, every floor gets just better and better. <laughs> so every, much, I mean, there's, there's space to move. You don't feel cramped. You can always say, hey, this is a nice place. I feel My car feels secure here. Did you ever go up to the top, the I, very tippy top? I have been yeah, to the tippy top. That's pretty cool. You can, see, uh, you can see your car getting broken into over at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, we were yeah. at, we were at the tippity top during uh, during the uh, the bright nights ball right there in the tippity top. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, very cool thing. Hey, I just want to give you your Pioneer Valley forecast today because uh, Dan Brown is uh, indisposed at the moment, or is he? Or is he? It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today, with a high of forty two. Tomorrow cloudy with a high of forty two. It is a, a lovely 28 degrees in downtown Springfield, and Beth Ward came to the rescue uh, for me because I was telling you with the iced coffee that I had. But yeah. now I got a nice hot cup of whatever Beth Ward served up this morning, and it's uh, absolutely delicious. That's that eggnog coffee that she makes? Eggnog. That's, oh. that's the flavor. That's Dude. what I was That's what I was going for. Yeah. My, I mean, my coffee now is starting to get a little bit, uh, a little bit chilly, so yeah. I'll, be, uh, I'll, have, I'll have to put a heater on that one. Yes. Can't wait. So listen, uh, so much to do. Scott Cohen will be joining us, also comedian Tom Cotter. And then later on today, we'll be talking to uh, our good friend Gary Hoey. He's going yes. to be on the phone yes. with us. Gary Hoey will be with us and uh, all kinds of good stuff. We're, 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 I'm looking forward to all these interviews. Oh, damn it. It's going to be a great, great broadcast. Do you want to hear a joke? Do you want to laugh or are we, uh, are we doing that? Sure. Are we? Why not? Uh, all right, let's laugh. Uh, I don't... I, we didn't walk through Dan through this whole thing. Uh, so just make it up. So I'll just make it up, right? Uh, funny. Tell me what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's back to Nagel's joke of the day. There <laughs> we go. Okay, All right, ready? All right, now the joke. All right. Uh, how can you tell if your Thanksgiving turkey is a male or a female? I don't know, Steve. How can you tell whether your Thanksgiving turkey is a male or a female? The female turkeys cost 83 cents for every dollar the male turkeys cost. <laughs> <laughs> See? Not just food insecurity. Oh, it's uh, it's it's it's, it's salary the, discrepancy. It's the yeah. it's the poultry glass ceiling. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's ta da ta da. and Nagel of Rock 102. <laughs> it's 6:32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and uh, you know, and just kick your heels back and think about all the many ways. Of, are you ready for real news yet, Steve? I'm almost there. Okay, take your time. I couldn't find my laptop. And then I'm doing that find my MacBook thing, and it says 55 State Street. And I'm like, we're not on 55 <laughs> State Street. Is it? Are we? Are we clo close it, to 55 well, State Street? But it showed it was like around the block. And I'm like, I don't have time to go walk two blocks to find my laptop. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, hey, but hey, we're here. It, we okay. are. Uh, some bad news this morning. A 16-year-old boy who was found at a Springfield gas station with a gunshot wound has died from his injuries. On Saturday, November 4th at around 6.45 p.m., officers were called to a gas station on Locust Street for a shot spotter activation. Upon arrival, officers found a 16-year-old boy in the parking lot suffering, suffering from a gunshot wound. Hamden DA uh, office spokesperson Jim Lydon said that he was taken to Bay State Medical Center where he later died due to his injuries. It was discovered that the boy got into the driver's seat of the unattended vehicle at the gas station and was shot by a suspect, later identified as 35-year-old Trevor Neverson, 
who then drove away from the incident. An arrest warrant was issued on Tuesday afternoon for charges connected to the shooting. What are you doing over there? Are I'm, you? Uh, uh, no, I'm just uh, checking out the. Uh, apparently, there's a there's a charging station right here in the in the RV. I had no idea. It's pretty cool. Oh, I was wondering what that beeping was. Well, it's either the fries are done or my phone is getting charged. Uh, the fries are no. The fries need to be shaken. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll get on that. Uh, crews in Springfield were responding to a fire near Coombs Street yesterday morning. Really? Yeah. Problems on Coombs Street? Wouldn't be the first time something burned down. Uh, according to the Springfield Fire Department, uh, firefighters have knocked down the fire, but uh, reported that 13 tenants were displaced and are now being assisted by the Red Cross. One of the uh, occupants was injured in the fire and was transported to the local hospital for minor injuries. Officials also said both fires uh from yesterday, there was another fire uh, as well on Leach Street. Uh, they were unrelated. Lots of fires. Now I don't, uh, I don't have my my maps out right away, so I don't even know where Coombs Street is. Uh, well, but I feel I've been down that road before. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, it's been turned into a one way, and it was a three way. It was point, a three way. Then, then yeah. you know, it got reduced. It got. Yeah. It had a, a road diet. Yeah. I got a buddy who lives over there. Um, so, anyway. Uh, it's not Turkey Day just yet, but it certainly felt like it inside the uh, 1636 North Restaurant in Springfield Sunday night. I've never heard of this place. Have you? 1636 North? Y yeah, it's on Worthington Street. Yeah, it's right across. I think that's right across the street from uh, Theodore's. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never been there, but uh, this is a pretty cool story. One resident has now made an annual tradition out of organizing this event where he's teamed up with the 1636 North Restaurant to give out free Thanksgiving meals. That's awesome. He, uh, he told uh, 22 News this event is a labor of love and a great excuse to make example for his son. Uh, he said, it's important to me because I want to teach my son it's bigger than just us, said Raphael uh, Desser, the uh, event organizer. When you give back to the community, the community uh, is behind you. And it wasn't just the turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, apple pie, and more festive food. It was also live music and tons of people gathering for this yearly event. And uh, they started out with like 100 people, and now it's over 300 people they're feeding yeah. uh, through this uh, Thanksgiving thing. i got to tell you, because uh, on, on Friday night, uh, when we were at the, uh, the Thunderbirds game, mm -hmm. no, excuse me, Thursday night, Thursday night, um, you know, Loophole Brewing was down at DeRay Away, which is like literally right next door to where we're talking about here. And, you know, they've been doing events for the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. A ton of people out there listening to, you know, live music, drinking beer, smoking cigars, having a good time outside. Yeah. There's a lot going on in Worthington. It's actually Worthington's kind of, I don't know, seems to be uh, jumping again. I like the lights, how they hang the lights over the street like that. They do it out down here on Main Street, too, by the casino. I, I would love to see more parts of Springfield be illuminated like that. With those uh, those lights from Costco? Yeah. That's what they are. I, I bought some of those for my outside, too. But I only bought one string because they're kind of pricey. Well, yeah, yeah but they, they've got multiple strings. Actually, between that and your light-up uh, Kenny Roasters Rogers sign. Oh, yeah, we, we could have a whole... Uh, you you yeah. can probably see that from Skylab. You, you probably can. I wonder if uh, if Chris Kelly, though, uh, from MGM, uh, they're like, hey, listen, we need lights across the street here. And he's like, I will go to Costco today. <laughs> I will take my me executive membership and get cash back at the end of the year for all of my purchases at Costco. The streets of Springfield will be illuminated once again. <laughs>
the Dalton Police Department is asking residents uh, to check their vehicle, check to see if their vehicles have been broken into on Saturday morning. According to the Dalton Police Department, a person was reported on foot in the Tower Road area. Suspicious person in Dalton. Isn't that everybody in Dalton? <laughs> How do they tell which one is uh, more suspicious than the next? I don't know. There's there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, demographics to choose from over there. The uh, person was seen on camera going up to homes and vehicles between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. It's being asked that if you live around the Tower Road uh, near Bruce Drive, check your vehicles and contact the Dalton Police Department. Contact the Dalton cop if you think your vehicle has been broken into. I like how they do. They they make that. Uh, I'm sure there's more than one cop in the Dalton Police Department. Well, oh, yeah, they make it sound like it's some metro area. Well, one one guy's got to replace the other guy after his shift is done. Yeah, that's true. It's like, but it's like uh, San Francisco and Oakland, like Dalton and Pittsfield, <laughs> like the Twin Cities. Yes, of yeah. Dalton and Pittsfield. Yeah, the uh, Minneapolis St. Paul of uh, of Western Massachusetts. Uh, Friendsgiving 22 had this story this morning. Uh, Thanksgiving is just uh, four days away. What is Friendsgiving and when do you celebrate it? Many chose to uh, choose to reunite with their relatives for Thanksgiving, but for those who want to change things up, Friendsgiving has risen in popularity. Yeah, this is just another way for somebody else to make money off of you. Yeah, because now you got to make yeah. two meals. The uh, word Friendsgiving was officially added to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary back in January of 2020 after being on its Words Were Watching list, according to uh, Delish. It's a compound of the words Friends and Thanksgiving. Really? no idea. I didn't see that coming. Wow. And it refers to an informal iteration of the holiday that has become very common. It's basically the day that you celebrate Thanksgiving with your friends. Oh, you Who gotta, you is gotta, the genius that wrote this? You've you got to send this story to me because I don't want to forget it for next year. Well, uh, thank you to Emma McCorkendale from 22 News for mm -hmm. putting out this uh, Friendsgiving information. Uh, when did it start? I'm glad you asked, Bax. Steve, yeah. when did this start? Thank you. The earliest use of the term Friendsgiving dates back to a 2007 tweet, according Ooh. to Merriam-Webster. So but, long ago. But some people credit the hit show Friends for inspiring the concept of spending the holiday with friends. Another theory suggests that a 2011 ad campaign by Bailey's Irish Cream Liqueur used the word, which gave the Friendsgiving uh, movement more momentum. What date do you celebrate it? Steve. What? What date do you celebrate Friendsgiving? I'm so glad you asked, Bax. I have the answer right here. There's no official date for Friendsgiving like there is for Thanksgiving, but many choose to host it before Turkey Day. Others will just uh, co-op the true Thanksgiving and call it Friendsgiving if they're celebrating, celebrating with a group of pals. I have another question for you. Yes. Are there any Friendsgiving traditions? Let me throw this at you, Steve. Yeah. Are there any... Friendsgiving uh, traditions. Well, I'm glad you asked, Max, because they do explain while the Thanksgiving season may evoke memories of uh, familial. Fa how do you say this? Familial. Familial. It's. I think it's familial. Familial. Familial traditions. You can always make your uh, your own traditions with those who uh, are close to you and who are not related. All it takes is some delicious food on the table. And a bunch of seats filled with the people you love. Oh, Jesus. Well, Please. thank you for, uh, for for getting that out to us. I'm yeah. so glad that we got the information on what Friendsgiving was. Yeah, you had you had me until you introduced that you know, maudlin heartstring type of plucking. Well, I, uh, I had no idea that uh, 
Friendsgiving was a combination of the word friends and Thanksgiving. It's kind of like uh, Brangelina or yeah. uh, who was the other one? Uh, Benefer. Benefer. Benefer is mm. always a good one, too. So. Uh, there, did you celebrate a thanks uh, Friendsgiving at all? No, uh, not this year. I, uh, in fact, uh, no. I'm doing one on Saturday. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Not um, at my house. I'm being invited to one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not cooking for nobody. No how. Yeah, not. I, I, w- by the time we're all done with this, I can't cook anything. I don't have the. Uh, I might have had a little to do. That. I might have had a little bit more energy. Before uh, we started to do the, uh, the the Mayflower Thunderbirds game, yeah, that kind of sucks the air out of my abilities after the game is over. Oh, it absolutely like, don't have the energy or the wherewithal to do much of anything. Uh, there is a place in St. Louis called the Medium Security Institution, which used to be a city jail, but it was shut down last year and it's sat empty ever since. And last Thursday, three men broke into the place. It sounds like they were messing around until they accidentally locked themselves in a jail cell. Usually dudes are trying to get themselves out of jail. Well, these guys put themselves in. They couldn't get out, so then they called 911. The police showed up, rescued them from the cell, and then promptly arrested them for trespassing. Where they went to another jail. Let me out of this jail cell. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Where are we going? Jail. The cops are still investigating what uh, what the men did, and there could be additional charges of property damage, burglary, and stealing. But uh, people are, are really kind of stupid, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, lock yourself in a jail cell? It's a pretty stupid thing to do, Steve. Uh, it is a very stupid thing to do. You know what's a really smart thing to do? What? Is uh, grab your non-perishable food donations and bring them down to the uh, South End Market. We're outside of uh, MGM Spring Hill, Springfield here. For the, uh, for the annual Mayflower Marathon, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is going to be mostly sunny with a high of 42. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 44. It is uh, a lovely 29 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel. It's on uh, Rock six- 102. Whoa. <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be delayed in that. It's uh, 6.50 with Bax and Nagel of the Mayflower Marathon. This hour uh, brought to you by the fine folks at Liberty Bank. Thank you much for their support. Certainly appreciate it. And uh, I'll tell you what. Ooh, geez, oh, jeez. Oh, turkey. Turkey gobble. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. People have already been donating uh, quite a bit. Oh, hey. Hey, look. It's Todd from Columbia Gas. Hey, Todd. How are you? There you go. Look, look at Todd's bringing us some, some donut dip. Look at that. Huh? Oh, look at that, huh? Donut dip. Thank you very, very much, Todd. Thanks so much, Todd. Appreciate it. Good to see you. He's a hardworking man. You did. You did. You yeah. breakfast. What do you... All right. Oh, Jesus. That's hey. so delicious. Hey, uh, don't forget to fit those pipes, all right? <laughs> uh, that's so, my good buddy Todd from Columbia Gas. Gotcha. Uh Coming up uh, in the broadcast over the next couple of days, uh, we'll be talking to Chris Kelly later this yeah. afternoon, the uh, the president and chief poobah of MGM Springfield. Yeah. Gary Hoey is going to join us uh, later on today. Also, uh, comedian Tom Cotter and uh, his wife, Carrie Louise. She'll be funnier, uh, but she'll be after uh, she'll be what, after what, 12 o'clock she, today. She was like, can I, you want me to come on right after him? And I'm like, no, I want you to come on later on so we can talk crap about <laughs> yes. him later on. We, we're going to need yeah. a little bit of a breather yeah. between you and Tom. Yes. Because he's a lot. 
Yeah, he's he's a little too much. We also get some other cool interviews that are coming up. Uh, also, Trevor Raven, formerly of Yes. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. No, really? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Joe Bonamassa? That might happen, too. That might happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. we'll figure it out. Well, I had to slide some things into a machine the other night, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, may or may not happen. Okay. So, well, But it doesn't matter. we got plenty of other stuff here that we can... Uh, we Fair can enough. Fair enough. Until our time with. It's also uh, Mike Scully and Bob Marley uh, tomorrow, so that'll be great. Mike Scully and Bob Marley. Yes. Two of the greatest uh, comedians ever... Well, Mike Scully's from the area. So, yeah, and uh, Bob Marley's from uh, from Maine. From Maine, so, yeah, New England coverage. So, listen, the uh, the goal here for those of you who are uh, just joining us, it is the Mayflower Marathon. We have four trucks that are going to be delivered to the open pantry on Wednesday at ten. Mm -hmm. We want to fill all four trucks. Food insecurity right now is at an all time high. We have never, in the thirty years we've been doing the Mayflower Marathon, seen numbers this atrocious. One in three families. If you can try to imagine that. Uh, it's it's staggering. It's almost it's almost impossible to wrap your head around that. It is, and it's but it but it, you know we've been talking for for months about this and how people uh, you know they're not going to tell you that they need help. It could be your neighbor next to you that that needs uh, these food items, and uh, any every little bit is going to help. Get a, so. get a load of this. This is a stat that uh, that uh, came to me just a couple weeks ago. That typically open pantry in a normal year. Mm -hmm. Serves about 30,000 meals per year. This year alone, they've already served about 44,000. So, I mean, you think about, think about that, they're, they're beyond what, they, what their normal capacity is for meals. So they definitely need the help, and uh, you can uh, be a part of that. Again, MGM Springfield, or go to rock102.com and uh, pay online. Real simple and very, very secure. Usually I don't trust you with numbers because you kind of jumble them sometimes. No, these are all cut and pasted. Oh, so you're reading them off. I am reading <laughs> them. Yeah. Uh, these are not compiled by me. These are numbers that I cut and pasted from other sources. Do you, do you remember, I don't know, when, when we did this whole thing online during the pandemic that one year where we didn't, you know, we didn't, we, did, we weren't out and about because yeah. you couldn't go out and about and people were donating, but you were, you kept saying, like, there, it was some wrong stat. You yeah. were saying that for every dollar that covers, like, eight meals, or yeah. I don't know what, 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 what the deal was, but you were completely wrong on it. And I just want to make sure you're getting the numbers right. I've tried to simplify this yeah. to its very basic core, Steve. I've tried, I've yeah. tried, I'm not doing any complicated math. I'm simply cutting and pasting. So yeah. when I give you these numbers, yes. unless I read them wrong, which is so unlike me to do. Right. Then uh, we'll have no problems here uh, getting loaded. Again, one in three families. You think I just made that up? I didn't make that up. That came from other people. Well, last week you said 56 out of 48 people are suffering from food insecurity. So well, I'm not yeah. sure I where mean, you're going. Well, I mean, I, that's, I tried to fudge that a yeah. little bit. But uh, this one, uh, now I'm being serious, and these are the numbers. These are All the numbers right. I'm giving you. These are the numbers that were given to me. All right. Who gave them to you? Top men. Top men. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, top of the top I'm glad you got your, your numbers right. It's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon, Rock 102. View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor power headquarters, steel, craftsman, errands, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about what you're doing this morning. I certainly know what I'm not doing this morning, and you're listening to it. I can tell you one person who's not going to be listening today normally have the time to stop by the Mayflower Marathon so that he can act in a compassionate, human way. 
And so we're clear, I'm not talking about any former employees. I am, however, talking about Milan Lucic of the Boston Bruins. This morning, Lucic will be arraigned in Boston Municipal Court after he was arrested last Friday night for what the team is calling an incident. And while the team may not be interested in telling you what happened, I can tell you this. They don't usually dish out indefinite suspensions to guys who are in, on an injured reserve alone. Let me tell you what that has been made public. On Friday night, police received a 911 call from Lucic's wife who claimed that not only was her husband drunk, he also allegedly attacked her and attempted to choke her. When police arrived, they arrested him, charged him with domestic abuse. The Bruins, in the meantime, announced they were aware of the situation but would offer no additional comment other than to say he has been given an indefinite suspension. So, two things. One, up until two days ago, I was much of a big fan of Milan Lucic as the next guy. That ended rather abruptly. Secondly, if he's guilty, I would suggest that this indefinite suspension become a permanent one because after only playing four games so far this season due to an ankle injury, the Bruins don't really need him. And that's not why they should unload the guy. He needs to go because there's no room for that sort of behavior anywhere in society. Never mind a professional sports team that's paying a million dollars on a one-year contract that specifically demands that he's do better than that. Neither his family, his teammates, or his legally binding contractual obligations to the team should tolerate that sort of behavior, and it should hardly be rewarded. Of course, the man is technically innocent until proven guilty, but I've decided not to delude myself into thinking that this was all a big misunderstanding, because I'm pretty sure it's not. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale at Rockies. Milwaukee hand tools, accessories, screwdrivers, pliers, and more. All made in the USA. 20 bucks at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's the Mayflower Marathon. Radio so clean it has a little paper ribbon over the seat. On Rock 102. 7-10 with Bax and Nagel and the Mayflower Marathon. I want to uh, thank uh, Phil Boyer and Sons. They are uh, sponsoring this hour. Good to have them aboard. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Absolutely. For, thanks for helping us out here. Oh, boy. Oh, hey, what happened okay. there? There we go. All right. Well, you know, isn't it a delight to welcome back our very dear friend, uh, Scott Cohen. Good to see you, Scotty. Yeah, it's good to see you guys, too. You know, it's funny. I was thinking on the way down here. Um, I know you gave a shout out to the TV guys, mm -hmm. and it's like, I guess I've kind of been a part of this. I used to do that and would always come down and do the story yeah. on you guys. And, oh, and, look at and, that. And, uh, pupil becomes the teacher. Yeah, ex yeah. exactly. <laughs> look at that. No, it's, great. it's uh, great to be here with you guys, and um, you know, I was just asking you about how long... The, the long hours of the day that you guys both put in, which is incredible, and of course... This is just such a great, it's a great event to, to be a part of with the radio station and, like I said, part for the community, too. So uh, we're, we're excited. We think this year is going to be a, a, a yeah. good year and a lot of reasons to believe that uh, the people are very jacked up about it. So, no, it, we're off to a great start, and uh, hopefully by Wednesday at 10, uh, we'll have some record numbers. And, and a you lot guys to share. set a big record last year, if I remember right. Last year was our biggest year ever. Yeah, one hundred and seventy thousand. Yeah. Seventy nine thousand. Yeah, thousand. That's awesome. Unbelievable. Awesome. Got a couple of questions to ask you. Okay. First of all, uh, this was the best I've seen the Patriots play all season. <laughs> Amazing. I've never, I've never seen them so gelled up. I, I, they, they cut down on every single mistake <laughs> yesterday, and they play. You know, it was yeah. like 
It's like Mac Jones didn't make a single mistake did, all he week. He did not make a single mistake <laughs> all, did he, all week. Did he, did he call up any uh, un, <laughs> untimely turnovers or anything That's like that? That's terrible. It is. But you know what? Uh, after seeing what happened, and we talked about this last week, after seeing what happened in that last game, I don't know how the Patriots can go back to that well and start him. I, I just don't. I just don't see how they can do it. I mean, there's all. It's almost in some ways. There's really. I mean, there's no reason to. Um, I mean, what's what's the point? Um, you know, they. He's he's shown week in and week out about you know who he is or in in his case what he's not. So yeah, they've. I mean that. They got to take these last handful of games and try and figure out what they have moving forward because they know what they have with him. Yeah, what they have right now is a first round draft pick and it's looking pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Um, what do you call it? The uh, the Giants won yesterday, which was yep. good for the Patriots, and that's who they play uh, the following week. Listen, th- the best thing they could do would be just to mail it in from from here on out. Yeah, uh, mail it in. Well, that's about. Yeah, you know we're not going to show up today. Uh, we don't show up anyway. We don't show up here, anyway. So uh, here, we'll, we'll just call it a loss. Just now, keep uh, mailing it in. These uh, practices, uh, these are optional, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, big stories that uh, that happened over the weekend. Uh, first of all, the, the Celtics are playing out of out of their gourd. They had a great game last night against uh, the Grizzlies. Yep. Uh, Porzingis was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, and they got the best record in the NBA. They got best record in the NBA by just by a slim margin. They've won six games in a row, um, and and they're on. They're wrapping up a four game road trip tonight. So yeah. these six games, they're they're winning away from the Garden too. They're playing great, and it's it's all it's all working. The only bad thing I can I can say about uh, about the Celtics, and it and really has nothing to do with the Celtics, other than the fact that. They're playing on the worst floor I've ever seen. Yeah. The, this in-tournament thing, yeah. I think, is so unnecessary it's, and stupid. that it, And to, the, to, to change every floor surface in the NBA, for what? You've had, you've had the most uh, you know, historical, iconic. Playing, iconic playing surface in that parquet floor for years. Why would you take any part of that away so that everything is this monochromatic mess? I don't know, man. It, I saw it. I... I, I, the first time I saw it was on a, a New Orleans, pe- the New Orleans Pelicans floor. It's just—it's like somebody just threw up on the floor, and no one decided <laughs> to clean it up. <laughs> but yeah, how, how do you take the historic parquet floor and cover it up with that nonsense? Well, yeah, there's a—I forgot which bowl game it is, uh, like a college football bowl game where they play on a blue surface. Well, Boise State That's has it. a blue field, and it's like the most distracting thing is like, what in God's name am I watching this blue field for? Right. It's, it's I feel the same way about these N- about these NBA and tournament right. boring surfaces. Like this is this this. Well, is I mean, awful. the whole thing, the whole thing is is a it is this rigged nonsense. In do you know the average NBA fan has no idea what that it, the in season tournament thing is? Nobody no. cares. No, the only people that care are the players. And only a handful of players care because only a handful of players are going to get that that My, bonus yeah, at the at the end of the tournament. They'll get the bonus. Stupid. And and you know what? Quite frankly, when you're making two hundred million bucks a year, you need a bonus. <laughs> you really do. You need an extra. You're bonus. barely scraping. You're by. barely scraping by. Uh, this story about the the uh, the Bruins. The Bruins are playing great too, but uh, on best f- record in the NHL. Right. But on Friday night, early Saturday morning, Milan Lucic gets arrested. Yeah. Uh, a nine one one call. If a you know, Boston police respond to it. He's drunk. He's attempted to beat his wife and choke her. Yep. 
the Bruins haven't you know uh, uh, haven't made any specific comment about what happened other than to acknowledge that they know about it and that he's been suspended indefinitely. You know, as much as I love Lucic as a as a, as of a course, player, he's an iconic player in like, the organization. But my God, you know, you can't they do don't, that, Bax. You can't do it, and they don't need him. And if he's guilty, that indefinite suspension needs to become a permanent one. Right. You know, I you heard a lot of the uh, you know if you if you follow the Bruins, you heard a lot of the players, especially like Brad Marchand after after the it broke on Saturday morning at practice, and then after the game that they won against Montreal. I mean, Lucic has played in that organization forever. Um, the the all the players know him. They know their families. So I mean, this this like really hits uh, hits home with them. And he's um, he he hurt his ankle, and he's been slow to get back. He he does like to he likes his cocktails. Uh, that's not the first time he's drunk, and it's just uh, just a terrible terrible. Uh, situation. No, you know, listen. No sympathy for him whatsoever. You don't. You can't raise your hand to to uh, to any female, especially, you know, someone who's your wife for crying out loud. Yeah, he's he's not long for the organization. Like you said, they're playing great. They're winning without him. They don't need him, and they don't need the distraction. They don't need the kind of distraction. And and frankly, you know, even Brad Marchand said, you know, didn't necessarily say, you know, we support, no, you know, yeah. Lucic. We say. He said, uh, you know, we, we support, support his, his, wife. his wife and kids. That's and, what I mean. I mean, they, I, they know each other. That this is, he's played in that organization forever. The families know each other. The wives know each other. They've got long-standing relationships. It's just a really unfortunate situation. The other thing I want to ask you about, and this is kind of like a, like a sports journalism question. Uh, Carissa Thompson, sideline reporter. Last week was on a uh, was on a uh, podcast in yep. which she said that there have been times when, for whatever reason, the coach doesn't come out at halftime or doesn't want to talk. Where rather than just say, you, you, rather just report on what happened or what didn't happen, yep. she has made stories up uh, on the spot. And a lot of people within sports journalism, ESPN, the uh, the Athletic, there's all kinds of people who have said. That is absolutely the worst thing we've ever heard because there are people who take that job very seriously, and if they've got nothing to report, then they report the very least, but they don't make it up on the spot. What, what As, was she making up? Like, like, give me an example. Well, when you're when you're a sideline reporter, yeah. you know you you're, you're supposed you're you know they listen. You're you're covering the league every single week, every single day. They you know they know you, and you know them. And her job is to go and get uh, stories or quotes or keep her eyes and ears open about, you know, uh, what the coach said. I, I talked to Nick Saban um, uh, just before he left the field at halftime. He told me A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, she did not talk to Nick Saban, and she just decided what, to a, make B, up and C, D, A, B, what? C, and D. Oh, well, you know what? I kind of like that. A little imagination <laughs> well, on that, yeah, gal. It, 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 does take, it does scratch the creative bone. You're right about that. But when it comes to journal Journalism. Yeah, that's everything that journalism yeah. is not supposed to. Yes, be. but she went to uh, she went to improv school at the Groundlings, and she was just making it. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, she's a go getter. Right, actually, she has a lot in common with all of us, as we just make it up as we go along. Well, that's anyway. fine, but yeah. no one's no one's considering us journalists. They are not. You at one point were as probably <laughs> close as we've gotten in this I'm room. Clo- right I'm, now. I'm as close as you get, and that's really not as close as you want to get. No, exactly. Your listen, your your credit when you do that, your credibility, and you know, listen. Somebody like me, us, whatever, um, our credibility is is everything. 
And, uh, you know, one of the, the real unfortunate thing about this is, I mean, she's a very, very attractive woman. And very attractive women in professional sports have a hard time uh, being viewed as credible to begin with. And so, you know, Erin Andrews, just, I mean, she just is, she's at, at, the, at the top of the profession, uh, respected by everyone. And, um, and what this woman did, just, it takes away from that. She, she's, it's hard enough for these women to, like I said, to be credible. And when someone says, does something like that and admits to it and it's out in the public domain it it's really hard for them it, i think it does it, it sets women back certainly it's but i think totally it, but i also think it it damages the credibility of of you know all sports journalists yep. all sideline reporting yeah it does because you know how does a team know whether you know what this uh, that reporter is saying you know at halftime you know on the sidelines they don't but there's a certain level of trust that they have to build in order to have that kind of conversation and to have that kind of access to, to reporters and have the reporters have access to them. Right. Yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's really damaging Did, journalistically for everybody involved. Women, too. It is. And listen, you know, you got, I mean, I used to, um, when I was working down in Texas, I had a Monday through Friday, you know, sports anchor job like I did here in town. And on the weekends, I sometimes worked for the Southwest Conference, you know, Texas and A&M and Houston and all and Rice and those schools um, on their weekend television broadcast. And I did the sideline reporting. And it's like for crying out loud, it's not hard. You only are heard from like twice in the first half at halftime and tw five times. And if you can't figure out five little tidbit stories of interest to relay you know uh, on the on the on the air on the broadcast it's like it's not hard it's not hard to do well either i mean i i, I it's it's not only not hard to do it is your job it's your job to do. you know i mean whether it's difficult or not that's what you're being paid handsomely to yeah. do and if you're going to just make stuff up on the spot, then you might as well be in radio. What's her name again? What's her name? Carissa Thompson. Carissa. Very, very attractive uh, woman. Um, obviously, you know. Uh, but with limited credibility. With with you know, absolutely no credibility anymore. She could lie to me all day. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and but, the thing but, with but her you're is, not paying for her to tell you the truth. That's the thing. She's That's got okay. every, that, uh, she has everything going for her. That a TV personality needs, and the fact that she, like I said, could not find five things to report on in a in in a game and make stuff up is it's deplorable. Well, Even if, is it deplorable or is it just the the climate of what she's dealing with? Who knows who's pushing her in the back? Going, listen, we need something here, and it could be like, all right, fine, here uh, here's uh, something I made up. Coaches and players w would line up to talk to her. If if anybody listening to us right now, if you don't know, uh, if you don't know her, look her up, Google her, and you'll go. Yeah, I, I talked to her. She's terrible. She, like I said, she set she set the the business back a little bit, and she set uh, her peers, female peers, back miles by what she admitted to. Scott Cohen, good to see you. Yeah, guys. Good to see you, too. Keep up the good work. I mean, this is a great thing, and uh, we're all proud of you. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's uh, 723 with Bax and Nagel and Scott Cohen of the Mayflower Marathon, Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen.
It's 726 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he realized we weren't at Fisher Avenue. We were down here at the South End oh, Market yeah. outside of MGM Springfield uh, for the Mayflower Marathon. Here's you know, it's just Western a... Mass News. No, 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 no. no, 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 no you don't have to do it yet. It's okay. It's okay. Why do I hear that in the background? I don't know. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I just did a, a quick Google search of food insecurity. Yeah. And uh, a Google News search. You know, we talked about you know, how it affects this area. Uh, it's affecting everybody all over the country, uh, throughout America and Canada, uh, to the point of very alarming numbers. But I told you before, and this is true, that the Springfield numbers are higher than the state and national average. Mm -hmm. So for whatever reason. Uh, Springfield and the Springfield surrounding areas are dealing with this in a very, very profound way. So while this is the 30th Mayflower Marathon and we're all very uh, you know, fat and happy about that and we've got four trucks, the need for this food this year is greater than ever before. So if you can try to imagine that, one in three families, children who are not necessarily guaranteed a meal tonight, or uh, this afternoon, or whatever it may be, can go to the open pantry and find food and can get fed. Uh, all the many things that they do at the at the open pantry are all crucial services. And when you come when it comes to food insecurity, it's a national crisis, and in particular a Springfield crisis. Mm -hmm. So if you can help, we'd love to have you down here at the Mayflower Marathon to to help out the open pantry. You know, you mentioned uh, Canada. Our concern stops at the border. We uh, we're only concerned about this regional area. Yeah, no, I get it. I I totally Canadians get it. Canadians can uh, feed themselves. Yes, but do you realize how close the Canadian border is to the United States? No. Yeah. Well, those Canadians could easily pass from one province all the way into one of our states, and then what happens? You've seen Canadian infiltration before. You know, next sure they all seem cute and cuddly from afar, yeah. but once you get Canadians in here. And all of a sudden, they're making like uh, pancakes for everybody. Yeah, and uh, you know, you know, playing Lover Boy records from their cars. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you got to say enough is enough. You know what? Uh, we need to build something to keep them out. Maybe a distillery, perhaps. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can they, you know, just keep the whiskey right there at the border. Yeah, keep so they don't chop over the fence. And you fur trappers from Canada, yeah, stay put. We, we we're full. We're full here. Yeah, keep your mounties up there too. <laughs> a, I know that one who rides his horse backwards. I don't trust him as a good law enforcement officer. That Dudley do right. Uh, well, didn't didn't that horse was it wasn't that horse able to do the moonwalk? <laughs> Potentially, we got news coming up next to Rock 102. <laughs> it's seven thirty three with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102 at the Mayflower Marathon. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Hey, maybe I want to turn on the microphone. Hey, uh, thanks, Bax. The Springfield Fire Department was called to 24 Coombe Street for an apartment building fire on Sunday. Fire officials said that the fire occurred at 8.50 a.m. for a fire on the third floor. The second alarm was triggered for the proximity of the building next door. 8.50 a.m. on Coombe Street. That was now here this. Uh, was this a structure fire or a dumpster fire? Uh, I believe it was a dumpster fire. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. That's what only, I figured. Only lasted for about six months, and then it was put out, luckily. Uh, according to the Springfield Fire Captain Droopy Monty. Oh, no. Oh, no. fire on Coombe Street. Thirteen people are without a home today. Oh, no. Oh, no. Our, uh, 
is being assisted by the Red Cross. One occupant was injured and taken to the local hospital for their injuries. The arson and bomb squad is investigating. Oh, no, there's going to be some damage, and people will need to be fed <laughs> and taken care of. Oh. Uh, Rosalind Carter died. Did you see that? Yeah, Rosalind Carter. What's Rosalind? Or it's Rosalind. 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 Yeah. I liked her. No, no, no. You're thinking of that place where they had found the, uh, the the UFO back in the 1950s. No, that's uh, that's Roswell, New Mexico. No, no, no. You're thinking of uh, you're thinking of uh, I can't think of any other roses. No, you're uh, thinking of the uh, the bailiff uh, the the bailiff assistant that was uh, played by Marsha Warfield on uh, Night Court. No, no, that was uh, that was Roz. Uh, no, you're thinking of the guy who played, uh, who, who was on, uh, What's Happening, uh, that was the leader of the, uh, the Three Musketeers. Uh, uh, no, Steve, that's, that's Raj. Raj. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're thinking of the, uh, you're thinking of the guy, the character played by David Schwimmer in Friends. Uh, what, what was his name? Oh, Ross. His name is Ross. Yeah. 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 No, no, you're thinking of the guy that used to work here at Rock 102 way back in the no, day. No, no, no. See, that's the late Ross the Boss MacDonald. God bless his wonderful soul. No, that's the place where you can get breakfast until 10.30 a.m. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Anywho. Hey, here's a great story on uh, Mass Live. Uh, kind of tying into this. Uh, Hamden uh, DA uh, Anthony Galuni and state police troopers and detectives attached to his office lined up outside of the Big Y in Wolverham on Saturday, accepting food donations that will eventually benefit the open pantry here in Springfield. Uh, this is something we've been doing for the past six or seven years, Galuni said. We look forward to kicking off the holiday season because we recognize that many of us are unfortunate and have great jobs and great families, and we want to share what we can. Thanksgiving is about uh, being thankful and also about giving back. It's in the spirit that we are here today. And you know what they do? They say flashing blue lights couldn't be missed as state police vehicles, including a large van, stretched across the front of the building. Every food item donated was packed in the van for later delivery to the Rock 102 Mayflower Marathon. That's going to be uh, that is here right now, south yep. outside the South End Market in Springfield. That is one of the coolest things that happens on yeah. on Wednesday morning, where they all come in with the state police cars and they're blasting their sirens, and then they let me push the button too. Yeah, that's cool, huh? They let, yeah. Really? They yeah. let you push? I never push the siren button. You never push the siren button? I've never been allowed. And then, uh, and then I make some sort of uh, off-color cop joke, and then they all go, oh, and then they leave. Yeah. 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 But, but at least what? we got their donation. Yeah, that's that's all that yeah. matters. But, you know, uh, but but in all honesty, though, yeah. that's a very, very cool thing that uh, Anthony Galuni, I believe uh, Nick Kochi's involved in that, too, right? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's all it's pretty much kind of like Western Mass law enforcement gets together and uh, they take they take care of the people yeah. that, that 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 they serve in the community. It's awesome, and, and it's a pretty great thing. Uh, this uh, Milwaukee woman says she was she called nine one one to report her neighbor was being carjacked, only to be told that the police would not be responding. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't handle carjackings anymore. It was a shocking sight for one woman in a quiet Milwaukee neighborhood when her 64-year-old neighbor was carjacked in her own driveway. All of a sudden, they're ripping her out of the car, throwing her onto the ground. I thought, nope, and I went and grabbed the phone and I dialed 911. Uh, but as wa as shocking as the crime was, she says it got worse when the 911 operator answered. I'm telling him what's going on, and as it's happening, he goes, "Oh, we don't send anybody out for that." <laughs> Oh my God! 
The woman <sighs> insists she made it clear the carjacking was happening as she was calling. I said, they're carjacking the car. He just threw her to the ground. Court documents support the woman's account. A criminal complaint against the accused robber indicates the 911 caller uh, told police uh, don't was told police don't respond to car thefts, even though this was clearly a carjacking, which police do respond to. The woman says she was outraged by the 911 operator's response to her call. I said, what the F are you talking about? <laughs> they just ripped her out of the car, threw her to the ground. And he goes, well, we don't send anybody out for that. And I said, well, what the hell do we pay you for? Well, remember, this is the same police department that said, no, we're not going to send anybody out, uh, even though that poor little Loatian uh, boy was running away from Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. He, we're just going to send them right back into Jeffrey Dahmer's, uh, you know, it, your hands. Well, he just wanted to take some pictures back. No, that's that's not all he wanted to <laughs> Are do. Are you sure? Well, you know, a sandwich is a sandwich, but a man which is a meal. I'm Steve. having a friend for dinner tonight. <laughs> that's exactly. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what Friendsgiving looked like at his house. You don't really want to know. He's he was the one that celebrated the first Friendsgiving. <laughs> Taking in local neighborhood kids. Yeah, this is, it's so funny. Cause, you know, all right, so I lived in that town for 11 years, yeah. right? I was once uh, given a ticket for jaywalking. Jaywalking. Right. I, you know, I walked against the flow of, uh, of uh, pedestrian traffic. Mm -hmm. But they won't send anybody out to, to intervene in a carjacking. Well, uh Listen, the jaywalking uh, log is so backed up right now that they don't have time to deal with <laughs> any of that stuff. <laughs> We've gotten kind of bored of carjackings. We're going to move on to you know, bigger and better things like you know sending people back to a serial killer's apartment. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, some lady's getting stabbed down on the corner of uh, Fifth Street down there. Uh, could you send somebody out? No, there's a homeowners association who says somebody <laughs> left their sprinklers on past 8 o'clock in the morning and we got to go take care of it. That can't happen around here. <laughs> there's a neighbor. There's a person in your neighborhood that has not mowed their lawn to, to right. certain specifications of the community. A 35-year-old uh, Indiana man was arrested after police say he crashed his car while driving drunk with toddlers in the vehicle. Evansville police officers were called to the scene late Saturday night after receiving an iPhone emergency alert that the owner was involved in an accident. Oh, your iPhone told on you. <laughs> remember, remember, here you are thinking it was your friend. Well, remember they were worried the, 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 the phones were just randomly calling 911 because people were putting them in their pockets and yeah. riding roller coasters with them. And it's supposed to sense like a crash happened. And then it automatically calls 911. Well, this guy, he was drunk and he crashed into something. And then the iPhone calls the police for him. Authorities say the driver, Ekmal Lewis, uh, told police that he uh, crashed into a, into a pole. Uh, according to an affidavit, Lewis admitted to officers he passed out of the wheel because he was drunk. He told officers that he drank eight beers before driving. Officers say he blew a .17 on the breath test. Ooh, what a happy guy that guy was. Amateur. Uh, officers, yeah, .17. Come on. That's I would have thought .4. This close to Thanksgiving? Come on, show yeah. some initiative. Yeah, where, where is your where, where is your happy holiday uh, alcoholism uh, showing it rearing its ugly head? <laughs> officers say they later discovered that his two- and three-year-old children were inside the car during the accident. A family member picked up the children and brought them home before officers arrived. Louis was arrested without bond and is charged with public intoxication, uh, neglect of a dependent, leaving the scene of a crash, and operating without ever receiving a license, ever.
ever. He didn't even have a license. He was just in a car, like, I don't know, <laughs> just doing it. Just, just hey, yeah. you know what? I don't need a license. I'm an excellent driver. Me, yeah, Dad, let me drive slow up and down the driveway. <laughs> I'm more than qualified to take these young children to and fro. Wow. Hey, uh, you know that that my dad used to do that all the time. That was that was my roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah, but your dad, yeah. for whatever reason, never had his license suspended. Do you want to go to Food Town? We're going to Food Town. We need some food. Here, let's get a six pack of Bud Heavies on the way there. <laughs> and we need some road sodas if I'm going to get there. We can drink three of them uh, by the time we get there and come back. All right, Dad, let's go. You know. <laughs> You know, it's just yeah. a fun little uh, roller coaster. It's ride. good for the family. Hey, uh, we are down here at the outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. We encourage you to come down here, drop off your non-perishable food donations. We're going to be here until 10 a.m. Uh, on Wednesday. But uh, if you can't make it down here, you can always donate online uh, through PayPal at rock102.com. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 44. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 41. It is 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 7.50 with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at Rock 102. This hour brought to you by Phil Boyer and Sons. Thanks to, uh, to them. For being a part of uh, the effort this year, hey, uh, Wednesday night. This is something to uh, to consider. If you know, if you're not doing something, uh, mm -hmm. you're not getting ready for a big meal on Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, join us. It's Mayflower Marathon night with the Springfield Thunderbirds. We're going to have uh, Mayflower Marathon Springfield jerseys on sale that night. You'll finally get a chance to buy them uh, right there in the concourse. Only twenty bucks, and the proceeds are being donated directly to the open pantry. And uh, come watch uh, the Springfield Thunderbirts take on the Bridgeport Islanders and celebrate May the Mayflower Marathon. It's a Wednesday night with us in Rock 102. And by the way, if you donate uh, to the Mayflower Marathon here on site, yeah. I believe we have tickets here. Do We we have tickets for the game on Wednesday, right? Yes, yeah, we, we do have, we have uh, tickets here. Yeah, lots of them. Uh -huh. um, uh, a pair. Uh, yeah, don't don't be a ticket hog. Yeah, don't, don't do uh, come on. It, 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 it's for charity. If you yeah. give us like a can of tuna, you know, don't say, "Hey, can I have seventy five tickets to the game on Wednesday night?" We're not. We're, it's it, that's not really no. an even trade. But if you bring us a tuna, then you can have seventy five tickets to the game. What are we gonna do with a with a two hundred pound fish? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Who's going to bring a 200-pound tuna fish down here you know, the, to the Mayflower? The moment marathon? you say that, yes. someone's going to come down here with a 200-pound uh, bluefin, and uh, now we're going to have to find a place to put it. Actually, me and my buddies went out of Saugus over the weekend. We got one of these bad boys. You should have seen the one that got away. Now, where's my 75 Thunderbirds tickets? <laughs> Because you know you're right. Somebody yeah. is going to come down here yeah. and try to do that. Yeah, don't do that because uh, live, uh, freshly caught tuna is perishable, and that's uh, we're not looking for that. No, no, we uh, we don't want that. But the Thunderbirds game on Wednesday is going to be an absolute blast. We had a great time last year. You and I were, you know, having a good time on the fan bony. Oh yeah, yeah. We're going to do that again. We dropping the puck too. Probably. I think we're, I think I think we're think dropping the puck. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, also uh, Barry is going to get his cotton candy. Barry Krieger. Thank God. Yeah. 
He's so sugar deficient these days. And I told you, we're getting the cotton candy as we walk in. Because last time, he was gone for like 40 minutes trying to stand in line for the cotton candy. No, let's, let's be prepared and get get the boy the cotton candy. Now, before the game, was he kept uh, pestering you to buy him some uh, like some uh, souvenirs, some uh, memorabilia? Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, can I get that light-up sword? Steve, give me that foam finger. I Well, I'll get you a real finger. <laughs> I won't get you a foam one, Barry. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, come and yeah. join us uh, on uh, the night uh, before Thanksgiving at the uh, at the Thunder Thunderdome, the yep. Mass Mutual Center for the Mayflower Marathon Night. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, it's Bax on at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 8:07 with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield. This hour brought to you by the fine folks at Aqua Pump, and I also have my uh, my very first total so far. Really? Yes, we are already up to four thousand five hundred and ten bucks. Damn! I know, and I've barely—I haven't even given them my uh, my donation yet, which would puts us at four thousand five hundred and fifteen bucks. Oh, look at you, you big spender! Oh, listen, yeah, you, listen. I'm walking around that, like uh, like Mister Moneybag over here. That's what that Baxendale makes the big bucks for. Hey, uh, on the phone with us, it's always—it doesn't even seem like you could have a Mayflower marathon with talk without talking to America's favorite comic. Yeah, well, when are we going to do that? <laughs> when his wife calls at noon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's comedian Tom Cotter on the phone. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Hurtful. Heckling before I even get to, on the air. That's that's not nice. <laughs> hey, do you do you still hear an echo in the phone? We don't want to screw you up. No, I, uh, I, I think it had more to do with the acid flashback that I'm having right now. That's to do with your audio. <laughs> So I was just uh, on your website. You're going to be coming to a, a another casino in the Connecticut area in uh, in February. But then I also yes. saw that uh, that you and Carrie are going to be on a. Is this a it's like a uh, like a cruise to Aruba. Uh, it's not a cruise. We're going to Aruba. There's a comedy club there called Aruba Race. It's a lot of fun, and we bring the kids down, and we uh, you know they can my kids can drink illegally, and they can gamble. So it's really a, you know I'm trying to get them set up for rehab early. I'm sorry, did you say your kids can drink illegally or legally? No, legally. Legally. Oh, legally. Okay. Yeah. How about that? I believe the drinking age there is yeah. nine. <laughs> I believe so. So anyway, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you in a, in a good long time. It's always great to hear from you. Yeah, everything's good. And congratulations on yet another Mayflower Marathon. That's good for you. Just so it's not awkward during this conversation, I now identify as Count Chocula, and my preferred pronoun <laughs> is dude. Moving forward, um, but it's been great. Life is. I just recently, uh, you know, I, I don't like to pat myself on the back unless I'm choking. But I, I uh, recently got a standing ovation at a quadriplegic convention, and that is godlike. I think that's uh, that doesn't happen a lot. Man, you're really uh, coming along there, aren't you? Career's great. I shot a pilot recently. It was uh, Sully Sullenberger. He was trying to land on my wife, and I wasn't having that. God forbid uh, he saved all those people. <laughs> no. You, you don't know how I, uh, you know, a long time ago, I got, when I first got into show business, I was quiet and shy because, as you know, I was a mime, and I hated that because it was racist because I had to wear white face every day. So I stopped that. <laughs> And then well, yeah, the stand-up career, as you know, got off to a shaky start, which I attribute to the heroin withdrawal syndromes. And then, um, you know, from then on, it's just yeah, right into the toilet, and that's where we are now. You know, I was a... <laughs> yes, that's right, talking to Springfield again. Yeah. 
I, I, I was just talking to a, a vagrant before we went on the air here, and we were talking about Tom Cotter, and uh, I said, you know, this guy, you know, he's really come full circle with, with him uh, promoting himself and getting himself out there. I've noticed you doing a lot of the TikToks, the Instagram reels, and I noticed the comments of people going, wow, this guy's funny. Uh, he's like this new, great new guy on the scene, and I'm like, he's been around for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> You're a yeah, thirty-year overnight sensation. First century, but but that but that's bringing you uh, some some extra attention that uh, is probably welcome. I'm sure. Yes, uh, that less the attention from the collection agents and more from the, the uh, general public. Speaking of social media, I just saw that you uh, well, actually uh, Nagel has lost like half a human. Uh, I saw that before and after picture. Unbelievable, buddy. Well done. Yeah, well, that guy that used to work here doesn't work there anymore, so <laughs> it's like 560 yeah. pounds I dropped. <laughs> what, did you give birth? Jesus Christ. My uncle just recently lost a lot of weight on that keto or ke chemo. Keto. Keto. And, uh, chemo. Yeah, keto. lost a lot. Uh, and I bet he good feels for you, great. Man. Bravo. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I've just been uh, been really working hard. I was uh, watching a lot of your videos. That's how I just was not eating, and, uh, and then here I am. <laughs> yeah, my uh, mom used to put my, my picture on the refrigerator door, but on the inside, which hurt my feelings. Uh, she said it made her want to lose weight. Okay, I got to see the family this week because, you know, as you know, it's a big holiday, and I'm not looking forward to that. My brother recently called me the black sheep of the family, which... I think sounds racist. It makes sense because I have the biggest penis, but it's still it's hurtful. Um, and then my uh, my uncle Ray is going to be there. My uncle Ray is like the world to me. He's round, gaseous, and polluted. So that'll be fun. And then my cousin Sheila is going to show up. And Sheila, weird. Sheila never got COVID ever. When any any of the COVIDs, uh, which because in high school her nickname was Super Spreader. So I'm shocked that she never got it. Uh, I think I, I, think I my dated My cousin Jack, I have a cousin Jack who uh, everyone calls JFK because he's tall, he's handsome, he's Irish, and he got shot in the head once. He'll be there. Um, <laughs> that'll be fun. So good to see those people. Yeah, just a nice nice uh, home 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 for the holidays, right? Yeah. I'm not looking forward to the, you guys talking to my wife later. But that makes me a little uncomfortable, <laughs> to be honest with you. But well, I, I guess just, we have I to just... do this for charity. Yeah, well, you know, she's... She always has very nice things to say about you. Yeah, that's in public. She's never, <laughs> I will say this by my she's never hit me in public, but she's very violent. And she, uh, she recently stabbed me with a pen, and she broke the skin. And in fairness, it was an EpiPen, and I was dying, but still uh, very violent. Uh, but you got to be there for each other. That's what marriage is about. Uh, you know, a little while ago, I gave her the Heimlich maneuver uh, one night, and um, she got very emotional because she wasn't choking at the time, and I wasn't. I wasn't technically wearing pants, and I, I may have had an erection. Um, and we uh, we're no longer welcome in Costco. That's the epilogue to that story right there. But. Uh, it's a great relationship. You know, outside she's mean and hostile, but inside she's soft and tender, which feels really good on my wingding. Um, <laughs> so we do that. My wingding. <laughs> you call it yours, whatever you want to call it. I'll call mine what I want to call mine. How about that? All right. <laughs> well, we'll let her know when we get off with you. We'll get on with her later. Yeah, there you, you know go. <laughs> get on her? What, what am I hearing here? This is very inappropriate. We've been married well, I, a long, long time. 
Well, I, 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 yeah, I told you last time I'm going to text dirty things to your wife. Yeah. You remember when we were exactly. setting this interview up? Yeah. And it was kind of hot. I kind of got and into she that want, a little she bit. And then she wanted a D-pic, so I sent her a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, my, that's yeah. the biggest D I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know, we're role-playing in the bedroom now. After a while, it gets a little stale, and... I like her to be the naughty nurse, and she likes me to be anybody but Tom Cotter, which is her. Uh, but if it gets her off, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. Absolutely. You got to you, you got to take one for the team. That's it. Tom, you're going to be at uh, at Mohegan in uh, in February, February eighth through the tenth. And uh, if anyone wants to join you down in Aruba, that sounds like a lot of fun too. Oh yeah, that'll be a blast. People should come down. That's a good time. Good islands called the Happy Island for a reason. A lot of people think. Staten Island is the happy island. They're wrong. Uh, it's really it's really Aruba. Uh, but congratulations, guys. This is wonderful. Once again, in all seriousness, uh, this is an annual event you guys have been doing for countless years. And uh, very impressive. I heard you're up to four grand already, and we just started. So, bravo. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, thank you, man. Great to talk to you. Comedian Tom Cotter. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, the Mayflower Marathon. <laughs> 824 with Bax and Nagel, the Mayflower Marathon. We're up to $4,500 uh, so far, and it's early. I mean, it's like we just started, and we're already up to 4500 bucks. Oh, we're, we're in the early hours of this whole thing, uh, and that's a, that's a pretty darn good take for the first couple hours here. You know, if, I had, if, I had, uh, if I had $4,500 for every time someone asked, hey, so how has the, how's the, the move been to MGM Springfield? Uh, I would be rich because, honestly, everybody asks that, and the answer is always the same. It, Great partnership, and Beth Ward from MGM is here. It's good to see you. Good to see you guys. This is, this is it. Yeah, this is here it. We, here we are. This is it, and I heard you used to be a legend around here. <laughs> she is. So, you, still... so you tell me. Yeah, she is still no, I told legend. you. Yeah, She's yeah. still a legend. <laughs> yeah, this has been great. We've been here uh, since the crack of dawn. We have a bunch of our team members here who, so you know, like we did last year, everybody was so excited. We have um, so many volunteers, and I know there's so many to come from the community, too. This is just a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. We, there's a one. I mean, we. I can't speak for Steve. I mean, I have many times for legal purposes, but, um, but for the most, this is. I love this event because I mean, one, it is fun, but ultimately, at the end of it, when you realize, you know, what everybody has helped you accomplish, it's like, I mean, how do you not get moved by that? So, to have you guys on board and to have now seen it now one year in and now your second year, it's a it's an amazing event. It is, and it's been such a great partnership. I mean, that sounds so cliche. I know it really does, but you guys have, from everyone at Rock 102, has been such an amazing partnership, and with the Open Pantry, too. It's just a, a great time, and it started out in a really great way. So hopefully that momentum will continue, because we need to break some records this year. We, we do. We need to break some records. We need to feed some people. And, uh, you know, it, it, the partnership is just another addition to how great this community is in helping us uh, reach this goal. And we, uh, we can't thank you enough. So thank you very much. Well, thank you very much. I mean, we're truly honored. Thank well, thank you. you very much. Well, thank, thank you, you Max. Much. Well, thank you. you. I'd like to take a moment to thank Steve for all, he, all he's done the last uh, two hours. I didn't do anything in the last two hours. I know, I but I'm anticipating more out of it. I, listen, I sat in here because it's a little bit warmer than it is outside. <laughs> it's a little cold outside. Yeah, yeah. this does have uh, that new RV smell. It does. It? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's lovely in here. Yeah. It is lovely. Yeah. So uh, I we're you know we have more team members coming out later today, and there's a a little bit of a lull right now. So I'm I'm thinking 
a call out to our community to get down here and put us to work. Well, let me let me uh, let me uh, flash out some incentive for people. Uh, if you stop by the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield, in, right in the shadow of their glorious parking lot with ample parking on several <laughs> floors. Is there parking? Ample. Ample. ample, ample. Roomy, yeah. uh, joyous, delightful parking. Uh, you can get a pair of tickets to Wednesday night's uh, Springfield Thunderbirds hockey game, which is Mayflower Marathon night. That is going to be an absolute blast. And the tickets won't cost you nothing more than a simple donation to the open pantry. They've already been going like hotcakes this morning. The tickets? Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you. That's a, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, we should uh, we should really think about next year. You get uh, <laughs> you, you get you get the, you get them old folks down here, the cotton tops. You know, uh, spending money at the casino. The Q-tips. Yeah, the Q-tips. You say, hey, look, we'll give you a Hampton Beach coffee maker if uh, you come down here and donate one of your cans of food. I'll see what I can do. All right, we'll yeah, get you a Hamilton Beach cutlery set. Oh, I like that. It'll la- it'll it'll last you for about three weeks, and then you'll have to come back and get another one. We That's do have keep some people- pretty cool giveaways, so we- I'll, I'll talk to my people and and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Now, we're going to be talking to the boss later on today. Yes. Yep. Uh, Chris Kelly is uh, He's going to be down here. He's here uh, wandering around, but we're actually going to be, you guys I think are talking later this afternoon. And I, I am always impressed by him. He is like the most stoic speaker I have ever seen. And he just he, he just can do it uh, at the drop of a hat. It, you know, it, it just, for some people, like the two of you, just comes very natural. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's a great speaker. So. See, but the, di- the difference between uh, guy, you know, guys like us and, and a guy like Chris is, you know, Chris is a sophisticated businessman. Like you know, the with, two of you. With credentials. The two of us <laughs> are going to be smelling like absolute death in like two days. Yeah. <laughs> Chris will, Chris will always smell, you know, clean and fresh. Oh, and he sparkles, too, when he, he walks sparkle. into a room. He does. Yeah. yeah. yeah he does. Yes. Whereas, uh, you know, we cast, like, this big, giant, you know, cloud of dust, like uh, like pig, pig pen. pen. Right. Oh, you're kind of fresh as daisies right now. So now. wait till Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> wait till Wednesday. It will get right, I yeah. promise you. Well, hopefully there. Chris is listening. I'm sure he is. So he'll uh, thank you later, I'm sure. Beth, it's good to see you. We'll see you. see you. We'll We're, see you throughout the, um, the entire yeah, event. Three oh, days. And, I'll be with you. And thank you. Thank you for the eggnog coffee that uh, warmed me up. Uh, You're welcome. Isn't that yeah. the best? It is delicious. I gotta have some. I haven't had some yet. Oh well, you better get it before I drink it all because it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be gone <laughs> There's soon. There's more. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, it's ba- guys. It's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield and Rock 102. Here's your Western. It is eight thirty-two with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. It's time for news, and uh, here's local radio icon, the very popular. Yeah, wait, we, you can uh, you can just introduce me. I'm just you trying to stall to, for time. I'm trying to help you out. You're, I don't I don't need your help, Bax. Huh, well. What I need is uh, you know some working IT things uh, from Mass Live because I can't seem to log in to our uh, little username thing, so I can only read. Three lines of a story. Well, and you know what? That's okay, because we don't really... Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we stall for time, and you can apply for your own membership to Mass Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 Hey, listen, before you get into any of that newsy stuff that you do, uh, I want to remind everybody, if you're coming to the, uh, the Mayflower Marathon, here's how you get in. Uh, you don't go through State Street, okay? That is blocked off to traffic. You can't, you can't get into MGM on State Street, but... If you could just drive like another minute or two out of your way, you enter in from Columbus Avenue, and then you come on in, 
and then you, you drive on out. But you, you can't come in from State Street. You you walk right in, you sit right down, and then you, you let, let your, your mind, mind go, go along. along. Yeah, That's exactly what you do. So now that you're aware of the route, I'll be sure to tell you again over and over again in the next uh, two and a half days of exactly how we do things here. Okay. All right. That, okay. Uh, that sounds like a plan. Okay, we now begin news uh, now. Well, I mean, you'd like to think that we would do that, but... Uh so the last thing you want to do is try to get in on the State Street yeah, side. Right, you yeah. do, you're never going to get in. Yeah. It's blocked off the through track. <laughs> the uh, the state's transportation secretary, Monica Tibbetts Nutt. What? Will tour the Palmer Rail Station today. Now, doesn't uh, Miss Nutt have a twin sister? Uh, she might. Because I've, uh, I've seen pictures. And I said, look at these nuts. Look at these nuts. You know what? Uh, they actually have their own line of nuts over at Aldi's. Aldi's nuts? Aldi's nuts. Right in your face, too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't eat just one. Yeah, anyway, she'll, jo she'll be joined by uh, State Senator Jake Oliveira and State Representative Todd Smola to discuss the east-west commuter rail at the steaming tender. At the steaming tender? So there's nuts at the steaming tender today. If they picked a good place to go, I mean, it's, it's basically a train depot. Oh my God! The last time I had my nuts at the steaming tender uh, earlier this year, multiple uh, public hearings were held by the Western Massachusetts Passenger Rail Commission to gather community input on the design and management of the East-West Passenger Rail Service. The tour will begin at the at ten thirty a.m. at the historic Palmer Shop. Imagine that, like. You know, you go on business trips for your job. You're like, oh, yeah, we get to go, uh, we get to, go uh, to Colorado to mm. study marijuana. Or we get to go to, you know, someplace else to see some other nice place to see how things work, like programs work in other states. Sure. Uh, where are you going today? Palmer. I'm going to Palmer. All right. But you know what? They're going to, like, one of the nicest places in Palmer. I mean, if you if you if you had to choose a place in Palmer that you wouldn't mind you, going to, you mean the nice place in Palmer? There's a couple of nice places. I mean, first of all, the steaming tender would be one of them. I also have to uh, give a shout out to the China House. That's a good place too. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's that other place in Palmer that's nice? The Dunkin' Donuts is nice. The yeah, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. It's very a, clean. Yeah. Very it, everything is delicious, freshly made. I believe there's two Dunkin' Donuts in Palmer's, and they're both very nice. So you get three places that are nice in Palmer. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess. I, I wonder if uh, Miss Nutt will be like that father-son who was uh, years ago putting the natty daddies on the train tracks and seeing if they could, you know, take pictures. <laughs> like, come like, on, Dad, we're going down to put beer cans on the train tracks again. Meanwhile, you got people looking out their backyard. Yep. Those nuts are out there again. Yeah, there's those nuts. All those nuts. Sitting out there. Enjoying themselves. <sighs> hey, uh, That's the only reason you did that story, isn't it? Yeah, it was really the only reason. And, and the fact that I couldn't log into Mass Live. Not like there's anything useful on there anyway. A uh, two-year-old child was flown by medical helicopter to a hospital in Boston on Sunday after falling from a shopping cart in Middlesex County. The Wayland Fire Department said crews were called to Sudbury to help bring the child to the town hall where a medical helicopter was waiting. The two-year-old was taken to a hospital in Boston with injuries. There's no update on the child's condition. Mm. Uh, that is uh, one of those uh, dangers that people don't realize that if you're letting your kid flop around in a shopping cart, yeah. 
That's kind of why. That, that's kind of why they have those little seats up in front, so that your kid does not do that. Yeah, but then you you, you get some uh, you know rogue toddler who yeah. uh, doesn't want to doesn't want to sit down in that thing, and the, the seatbelt's not broken, doesn't work. I once saw uh, true story. Once saw uh, like a family at a grocery store mm-hmm. where their kid was not in that basket in the front. They were not in the the top of the basket, but they were actually lying down uh, face first. On the un- on that undershelf of the carriage, I thought, well, only bad things can happen when your kid's doing that. You know what, my my friend who has uh, who has uh, consistently helped me with my kids over the last uh, six years or so. Yes, she she do- she lets them do that. Yeah. Well, she used to let them do that. Now they're too tall to fit under the carriage, but <laughs> but that was now fun. That, now that the kid is 35 years old, he no longer wants to do that. You know, that was uh, Todd from Columbia Gas's wife who did that. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Can you imagine that? How about that? Putting my children in danger. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, well, hey, you know, going going to a Walmart is probably putting your kids in danger. <laughs> putting them on the cart is even more yeah. dangerous. Well, and you also have to watch out for falling prices. Yeah, that's that. That's a killer. I went to Walmart on Saturday. Yeah, over in uh, Westfield, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Why did I come into this place?" Like, like <laughs> it's it, it's just like a, a sea of of um I don't I, I don't know how to describe it. It's a, it's kind of like being at a nightclub. Yeah, but also not like you're at a pharmacy as well. Like there's there's other things going on there. It's kind of like if someone could find a way to put broken strands of DNA in a frap. Yes. In a frap. Yeah. yeah like you, know, you put it in the blender, you put it on frappe, and then you see what happens. It's kind of like a, like a DNA smoothie. A, I, oh, I've made plenty of those before, the <laughs> DNA smoothies. Uh, I think that was a, that I used to make those at, at Mingles, and now that's being turned into a Jamba Juice, so... It's kind of like the same thing, isn't it? I hope to God they never turn that into a juice bar of any kind. We, there's been enough fluids in that building to last a lifetime. And 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 still kind of like encased. It's almost like stalactites or stalagmites or whatever. I mean, you walk through there, it's like walking through how Caverns. <laughs> <laughs> there's a puddle on the floor. And then there's stuff shooting from the bottom, the ceiling, and the and the and the floor. Again, I can never tell which one's stalagmite or stalactite <laughs> when they hang from the ceiling versus when they grow up from I the think bottom. Those are the ones that are tight. Um, yes, and the ones closest to the floor were the ones that were not as tight. Hey, I was going to say there was nothing tight in in that place at all. It was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway, uh, like a windsock on a very breezy day. You could. It, there was the old man going Ricola. It's like singing through a valley. Uh, <laughs> yes. Look, we're not even. We're not even that much into this, you know and what? we're already having a good time. I, I haven't missed a single mass life story since. You <laughs> there you go. Log in. I don't uh, even miss it. Here's our feel good story for today. Uh, days away from Thanksgiving, lot to be thankful for. I'm sorry, and some of the residents use their gratitude to give back to those in need. Uh, local officials stepped up to help the hungry. Uh, DA Anthony Galuni said, Our giving back is something we feel strongly about with the Mass State Police and the Hamden uh, DA's office and Big Y as their partner. It's a really good uh, way to kick off the uh, the holiday season. Boxes of cereal, stacks of starch, 
and truckloads of non-perishables were gathered on Saturday for Rock 102's Mayflower Marathon, another local uh, effort combating food insecurity. Hamden uh, County DA uh, Anthony Galoni told Western Mass News it's the time of the season to think about others. And he goes on to say how uh, food insecurity is huge in this area, and uh, we definitely need your help. I, I, I love the fact that... Uh that uh, the DA and uh, other law enforcement are involved in this. Over the weekend, there were a number of different organizations that were doing the same thing, specifically for the Mayflower Marathon, and I love seeing that stuff. I mean, it, it's just it's it's really exciting to me when you see uh, that happen, and that uh, you know people get you know so motivated and jacked up for this. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome, and I and like I said uh, earlier this morning, uh, I love when they come through here. And they, uh, they blast all their sirens, and oh, they come yeah. down with their cop cars, yeah, and they're like, like yeah. I like, I like when people get noisy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but none of them shoot off the guns, though. I wish they would just fire the guns up in the air. You can't, because the bullets have to land somewhere. Well, can't we point them, point them towards Holyoke or somewhere no, no, uh, no, that no. way? They even, have, they even have to land in Holyoke. What about Palmer? Uh, there's lots of people out there that like firearms. And you can't just you can't just shoot on the ground. You, fire. Can, you can shoot at the ground. To, you can't just shoot in the air. You can shoot in the ground to make somebody dance, but you can't shoot them in the air. Hey, there's a Yosemite Sam out there going, All right, you're going to dance for me, man. I'm the meanest, toughest Picos McCannell. Hey, uh, here, here's something. Does your boss play favorites at work? Actually, no. I don't think our boss does play favorites. Uh, We've had bosses that definitely played favorites. Well, you know what? They might play favorites. We just haven't been two of them. (laughs) Uh, Here's how this can backfire. A new study, a survey, uh, found that when uh, managers praise one employee too much, it can make that person start acting like a jerk to everyone else. In theory, I suppose that's true. All right. They uh, they might act arrogant, like they're better than you. They could even start uh, handing out orders or acting like they rank higher than you when they don't. I've never seen an, uh, I've never seen an intern do that. No. I've, no. You're right about that. Yeah. So should bosses and managers play it safe and just stop praising people altogether? Obviously not, but we should try to dole out those compliments as evenly as possible. If you go above and beyond, your boss should still acknowledge the good work. They just might need to make sure they don't single you out too much. Yeah, but you know, when you're a great employee like myself, it's kind of hard to not uh, be showered with accolades. Yeah, when, when you're a when you're a brown noser like Bax, you really don't have to worry about anything. I don't brown nose any of the fine managers at our place. Are you sure? Because I think I see a little speck on your nose this morning. No, that's from a donut. Oh, was it donut dip? Yeah, that's what they all say. According to the study, managers should be mindful about how they treat their employees. Uh, and how it has an impact on how the employees treat each other. Right, you big jerk? Yeah, that's right, you big jerk. Yeah, you yeah, dummy. Uh, yeah, nothing good about you. Anyway, where, is that a stick of gum? Yeah, your, where did that come from? How'd that happen? Your I have gum no, on your I, laptop? That, that's disgusting. And uh, where did, where did, I must have put it down in here somewhere. Do we a chewing gum and then put it underneath like you like at a, at a like at a bar stool or something? I haven't chewed gum in days. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what the holidays are all about. Good Sit. friends having a chew, <laughs> having a chew, and then leaving it in an RV for me to pick it up. That's how it works around here. Uh, hey, listen, we are outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. You want to come by? Easy drop off. You enter from Columbus Avenue. You exit through State Street. 
Uh, we're going to be here until 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Uh, cash donations accepted as well. If you can't make it here, head to uh, rock102.com and you can make a PayPal donation. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 44. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 42. It is currently 31 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It's uh, 8.51 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102 at the Mayflower Marathon. I want to uh, thank the folks at Aquapump. They're sponsoring this hour from the, uh, the house to the pump to the outside to the bathroom, wherever Aquapump goes. Huh? Are we on yeah, we're on the air right now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're uh, we're here at uh, at MGM Springfield again. If you want to uh, join us here and drop off some food for the open pantry, you come in through Columbus Avenue. You can't come in. You cannot come in through State Street. That is blocked off to traffic. So the only way to get in is through uh, Columbus Avenue. Yes. Uh, don't try to go in through the outdoor. No, you no. do not want to do that at all. No, Dan will play that after ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from from top to bottom. Right. right. Everything from casserole lamba to hot dog. Right. Uh, we got uh, we got people helping us out here, uh, volunteers this morning. Yeah, uh, did you already mention that? I don't. I, I wasn't. No, I, was, I haven't mentioned anything. It was just uh, mentioning that uh, we're here and Aqua Pump is our sponsor, and that's well, that. Well, we got the uh, the students from the uh, Westfield Tech Academy here for their broadcasting program, and uh, the leader of that whole group here, Mr. Steve Forty. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. We were on uh, Steve's podcast. He runs the uh, the podcast for the uh, the Thunderbirds. We had yeah. a good time. That was fun. That was a blast. Uh, it seemed like a pretty good turnout too for the celebrity bartending over at White Lion on Thursday. And uh, saw you guys walking around with pitchers of cash. So you guys must have done pretty well as well for May Mayfly oh, we, Marathon. We were shaking people down pretty hard. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the yeah, whole. Purpose. Yeah, we we shook them down real good, <laughs> real good. Yeah. So I I teach broadcasting at Westfield Tech, and whenever we have things out in the community that we can cover. Uh, as if we were a real news staff, that's what we do. So we got a group of about five of them here, and we only have school today and tomorrow. So this way, they're not just sitting in the classroom on their phones doing nothing. Now they're actually <laughs> participating in something. So, uh, so it's exciting. That's awesome. They were here last year. Remember, you had uh, one kid that you uh, you brought with with him. He was like a like a natural sportscaster. Kid had the pattern down. Good. Yeah, Al uh, Al Rogers. He's got a Alan Vince's hot takes on YouTube. They're uh, they podcast live from my classroom. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I always think I wish this shop was around when I was a kid. Yeah. Doing podcasts and instead of math homework <laughs> at school. That's the life. Do you, do you need a guest speaker or a substitute for to come in and talk these kids out of getting into this business? <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. That's the first thing I tell them is that if you are no interest in money and you want to work terrible hours, then this is the this place is, for this you. This is the way to do this it, This is man. for you. <laughs> yep. So, uh, well, we, we, appre good time. we appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys coming down here with the kids it's uh it's great to get to, yeah. to see to see the next generation of broadcasters somewhere yeah, yeah. half of them are already gray, have, have gray hair so they're you know a step ahead yeah broadcasting will do that to you yeah, see the gray hair it falls oh, out yeah I, I, I mine fell out at 23 <laughs> steve it's great to see you so again uh it's banks and nagel we're at the mayflower marathon at the mgm springfield all you got to do is come by on East uh, East Columbus Avenue, and if Ken, if you can't physically be here, you can pay uh, on th through PayPal by going to rock102.com. Every single penny goes directly to the open pantry. Yes, and, uh, every single penny, every everything. We're not skimming off the top here. Oh, there's a penny on the ground. Why don't you pick it up? And we'll Too cold. It. Oh yeah, I know. It is freezing <laughs> it's out. Freezing here. out here. It's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at Rock 102. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. 
Hey, uh, thanks to the folks at uh, Fink and Paris. They're sponsoring uh, this hour of the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of people hanging around here. Yeah, there's a lot of people hanging around here. A lot of people asking for their uh, Thunderbird hockey tickets. Yes, they are. For Wednesday night's game against that's, Bridgeport. That's going to be a damn good game. So, uh, you got a minute? We should really be talking to... Uh, oh, yeah, get get that. Yeah, yeah, let's, should, get, let's get this. Nicole Lucier is the executive director of the uh, the Springfield Open Pantry. By the way, you did a great job on uh, on with uh, Dave Manson yesterday. Oh, thank you. That he, was a little scary. <laughs> no, you look at you, you. You handled it perfectly. Well, you guys were phenomenal. Well, thank we're yeah. We, it's it, hard no, to follow. No question about it. But but I thought you did a very good job. Thank you. I Especially that. you know talking about what the Open Pantry is facing and what's going on right now with food insecurity. Tell us a little bit about what is going on because I know the numbers are really staggeringly. Yeah, the numbers are, are just phenomenal. Every day, there's some lines at our food pantry for people who need food yeah. and who want it. And it's just, the numbers are just astronomical. And what we're finding is it's not just the people who we assume need the food. It's our neighbors. It's our friends. It's just everybody. So it's um, now more than ever, we just need the support and the help. When... Uh we, we've talked about food insecurity before, and we talked about you know some of the reasons why the numbers are higher. You know, inflation has certainly been a part of it. Uh, there's been a lot of migration into the area. That's been a part of it. What else is lead is is a, is a, uh, is doing this? Um, it's a good question. I think it is a lot of the immigration. It's a lot of the inflation. It's just. People can't afford to grocery shop anymore. Yeah. I mean, you both probably know it's so expensive. Well, right? you know, I, I've been saying it for uh, for a good year now. Like, you know, anytime I go to the grocery store, buying the exact same things week after week, you're talking a five to ten percent increase on just a weekly basis. And you add that up over the course of a year. Right. You know, a family who was making, let's say, uh, you know, the, the median income was seventy five thousand dollars, was working two years ago. But now does no no longer works and people are struggling living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, it's scary. It's so scary. I'm so glad my kids are grown up and they don't need me to buy food anymore because I think it's just yeah. I see people struggling all the time. Now, last year at the Mayflower Marathon, we raised about 179 thousand dollars, something like that, and that food lasted longer than normal because I mean it's a substantially more it's, amount of yeah. food. How long did it last before you started to run out? It lasted about nine months before. Truly nine months wow. we had it for a long time. I mean, it was our, our pantry, it was so full, you couldn't even move. It was phenomenal. So a good nine months that it really... Amazing. Yeah. And you guys got to plenty of volunteers for Wednesday? Plenty. Tons down there. And a lot of people from last year listening to your show, they're coming back. So it's just so, awesome. so nice. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. <laughs> What, what I was told that there was a couple of years where like only two or three people were down there to unload those trucks. I'm like, well, that can't, yeah. we just can't allow that to continue. So I'm so glad yeah. that people are, are going to be uh, yeah. you know, volunteering. Yeah, your, your fan base is phenomenal. They are emailing and calling left and right. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Thanks to you, too. <laughs> Thank you. Nicole Lucia from the uh, Open Pantry. We're going to be here. Oh, boy. I mean, you really got to hurry up. Till Wednesday at 10 a.m. We got a long way to go. Yeah, we got a very long it's a, way to it's go. It's a little chilly out here, too. I, I'm standing right next to this beautiful heater, 
that's inside of this tent. Yeah, uh, we're, we're not crowding it, Nicole. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't think don't take it so personally. It's you are in the warmest spot. I kind of moved closer to the heat. You did a good job yeah. because we knew we were going to come over and interview you, but uh, you moved yourself to a heat source, and uh, I this, did. this is yeah. where, where it's at. I feel like we're suddenly closer to the equator or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, uh, over that uh, that train tour out in Palmer, they're going to freeze their nuts off out there. I bet they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. That, that's going to be yeah, some very yeah, frosty yeah, nuts. Yeah, I bet. Facts and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon, Rock 102. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 922 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. I got a brand new total. Remember I was telling you about uh, like uh, 45 minutes ago, we're at like 4,500 hours? Yeah. Yeah, well forget that. We're now at $13,460. All right. Uh, and uh, joining us now, it is always a sheer delight to welcome the mayor of this fine city, Dominic J. Sarno. The man who can strangle you with a cordless phone <laughs> is here in our presence. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Mayor Dom Dom's in the house. And, and to thank uh, Bax and uh, Steve for what you do year in, year out. I think this is my 24th or 25th year being Easily. here. Easily. To come donate. Uh, monetary donation and what you do for truckloads and let me tell you MGM's been a great partner to T-Birds it's easy in easy out come on down here there's a bunch of young people that are here to help volunteer you're gonna feel good and again I can't wait until uh, Bax does that uh, melted cheese what's it called what do you call those my, my, grilled, grilled, che my grilled cheese your speech. grilled cheese speech so Come on down here. You're going to feel good. Happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. We always look forward to being disgusted by yeah, that. that. Yeah. You know what the best part about that speech is? It's not so much the jokes. It's not so much, you know, that it's the end of the Mayflower Marathon. It, what's really heartwarming to me is I have to recite the entire thing in front of Richie Neal, which I think is so... <laughs> It's so great. Yeah, it's, it's Nothing against Richie. It's just like, you know, here's like one of the most important people in America, and I'm talking about a grilled cheese sandwich in a way... We're in just one sentence. I could cure food insecurity. It's almost. It's almost. Uh, you can make the analogy. Uh, the night was the night before Christmas when you do that. It was the night before the uh, melted uh, cheese. Uh, I won't go any further all with right, that. All right. But it's for a great, great cause, and no donation is uh, too small or too big. And obviously, the food, non-perishable donations, uh, but the monetary they could use. I was just at the open pantry with. Mr. Biggie himself, Gene Cassidy, with the premium beef donation we've been making for the last six years, 4-H. And Open Pantry does such a great job. I don't know if Nicole Lucier is uh, here yet or she's probably oh, yeah. loading. She's, she's loading already on the truck there. But please, um, there's a lot of families in need. And you listen to Bax and Steve when they talk about it, it could be your neighbor. Yeah. It yeah. could be a family friend. It could be a family member who's uh, having a tough time, and uh, and they're proud. Uh, so they need the help, and uh, to the rescue, the supermen, <laughs> Bax we, and Nagel. We, you got to remember, we're just a small part of this thing. It's it's the community coming together. It's it's everybody helping out. It's yourself. It's, uh, it's, it's this Billy guy, Baker, Bill my Baker communications right director. It's everybody. It's all these folks here that are in the, in the yep. tent helping us make this happen, and uh, we always appreciate the support. You guys are great. One thing I wanted to talk to you about: Congratulations on the re-election uh, campaign here. And uh, how many are how many more times are you going to want to do this? Again? Well, you know, let me yeah. tell you something. Uh, let's uh, continue the momentum here in the city of Springfield. 
and we'll see what the future uh, brings. But I'm honored and privileged. I live this job 24-7. Uh, and... Uh, Again, I, mean, I thank the uh, the voters of the city of Springfield. That is the most non-committal answer I've ever heard yeah. a politician I mean, say. I mean, you're going to be 30 years old next year. <laughs> I mean, uh, how much longer can you keep this this bit up? Um, you know, maybe we'll we'll coincide. Uh, we'll do it parallel with you guys. How's that? We'll keep moving forward on that. Sounds so. good to me, sir. But happy Thanksgiving to you guys, and we had a great time at the uh, Bright Nights Ball we with did. Judy Matt, and you guys had some great lines there. We raised some good, serious money for that. But please, to all the listeners. These guys make you laugh every morning. They make me laugh my you-know-what off every morning and be able to laugh at myself. Mayor Dom Dom, that's right. <laughs> so now they're asking you. They're asking you to come on down here and bring some non-perishable food or bring a monetary donation. You're going to feel good, and the guys will keep you laughing every morning on the Bats and Nagel show. And that's not a request, that's an order. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you will. Yeah. Do you know Don't how many it. times at the T-Birds games or when I'm out and about, people call me Mayor Dom Dom, and I love it because you got to be able to laugh at oneself and not take ourselves too seriously. But thank you for what you do day in and day out. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Mayor Dom Sarno. Bax and Nagel, the Mayflower Marathon, Rock 102. It's the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Nagel. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. I mean, dude, really? $13,460 this early? That's bananas. That's can, more than bananas. Can bananas. That's uh, that's amazing. But, you know, we are we are hardly done. We're, uh, you know, we're going until Wednesday at 10 a.m. no matter what. And we're looking to fill all four of these enormous trailers for food for the open pantry. We need your help again. We're at MGM Springfield just uh, outside the uh, the parking garage in the South End Market. You come in through uh, East Columbus Avenue, and uh, it, it takes just moments to uh, to unload your car or you know, give us a bag or a single can. Yeah. Yeah, we will, you will love it. We got all kinds of folks helping us out here. And, uh, again, we're going to be here till 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning, so get down here. Hey, uh, one more time, uh, thanks to the folks at uh, Fink in Paris for sponsoring this hour. We appreciate their help and their support. But what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash? Yes, Steve Dingle, what are going to do? Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Okay, so we've learned that Taylor Swift is bigger than Kanye. She's bigger than Ticketmaster, and she's even bigger than the NFL. But is she bigger than Jesus himself? Oh, boy. I don't know. Well, Jesus didn't tour this year. No. Uh, he'll be back, though. That one time. Yeah, no, he, he makes it. He does make a, a tendency to make a big comeback. Well, anyway, uh, Taylor arrived in Brazil late last week for a string of shows, and her fans actually lobbied officials in Rio to project a welcome message on the massive Christ the Redeemer statue. They actually projected a T-shirt onto the J-Man that said, Welcome to Brazil on it. It was made to look like the uh, Junior Jewels shirt that Taylor Wells in the, wears in the You Belong With Me video. Ah. I know you know that one by uh, heart. Yes, I, I celebrate her entire catalog. There was supposedly a deal in place uh, requiring Swifties to donate clean water and bread to the Pope's World Day of the Poor campaign in return. Uh, no word if they met that goal or not. But Taylor could have used one of Christ's miracles on Friday when a 23-year-old woman died at her show in Rio. 
There's no word on the cause of death, but the heat was staggering, and fans weren't allowed to bring their own water into the stadium. The daytime temperature was over 100 degrees, but fans were complaining it felt a lot worse inside. Taylor was tossing water bottles out to the crowd from the stage, and she even stopped the show to make sure some of the fans were hydrated. Then she postponed her Saturday show due to the extreme heat. As for the fan who passed away, Taylor said, quote, I can't believe I'm writing these words, but it is with a shattered heart that I say we lost a fan earlier tonight before my show. I can't even tell you how devastated I am by this. There's very little information that I have other than the fact that she was so incredibly beautiful and far too young. We can talk more about it when you buy another ticket for my show uh, happening in... <laughs> Argentina. Yeah. We'll reschedule Later the show, there. and there will be, and you will be able to purchase tickets for less than twenty five hundred dollars during the uh, yes during the show on Sunday night. She dedicated bigger than the whole sky to her. But uh, look at the picture of the of the Christ the Redeemer. My gosh, <laughs> he looks like he just came from GG Inks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and look at and look at the friendship bracelet that's on him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, well, he traded it. He was uh, he he loves uh, he he loves uh, shake it off. Yeah, yes, that's, yes, he does. That's kind of one of one of his his top hits. You know what? Uh, you know what really uh, hit me over the weekend when what? my when my kid, who is a big Swifty, said. I want a Travis Kelsey jersey for Christmas. <laughs> this is the kind of toxic yeah. things that this woman has brought into my life now. Yeah. And now I got to worry about shelling out $200 for a jersey for a dude that I could care less about. Yeah, but this is this is the one though. This is the one. I got to I got to believe this one is forever. I, I believe that she's going to marry this young man. Mm -hmm. And you know what uh, that's and that'll be the end of it. You know? No, I mean? it will not be the end of it. Why do you think the divorce that comes later and the album that follows that up? I think when Swifties are burning those shirts in effigy, I think uh yeah, I mean you, you can almost predict the future. I I can see that. I can see that happening, but uh now I gotta buy jersey. You gotta Kansas buy jerseys. City jerseys. That's right. Oh, That's God. right. What what this woman has just created havoc on the world. <laughs> but she's great for uh, NFL ratings. I'll tell she you. She sure is. It turns out you actually can die laughing, and John Cleese would know because he actually killed a man with his comedy. He says, "Quote: Kevin Klein and I killed a man in Denmark. He was a dentist. He had a huge laugh." A famous laugh, very popular, everybody knew him. And he went to see a fish called Wanda, and he started laughing about two minutes in and never stopped. They carried him out dead. He had a heart attack. Now, I watched a fish called Wanda, and I'm like, what the piece of crap John Cleese made? <laughs> but on the other hand, remember the Monty Python skit? Yeah. Where, uh, <laughs> where I believe the, the British soldiers are you know, tell a joke in German. And it kills uh, Nazis oh, because yeah, it's yeah. so damn funny. Well, yeah, you know, see, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they well. know how to do it. Cleese co-wrote the movie, and it starred, uh, starred in it with Klein, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Michael Palin. It came out in 1988, but we're talking about it now for some reason. Uh, another filmmaker has is standing up for physical media. One of the biggest drawbacks of the streaming area is streaming era is that some movies and TV shows never even make it to disc, and that means they're taken off streaming services, then they're just gone. Right. Christopher Nolan is keenly aware of that. He says, quote, there's a danger these days that if things only exist in the streaming version, they do get taken down, they come and go. 
But the home video version is the thing that can always be there, so people can always access it. And since the 1980s, as filmmakers, we've taken that for granted. And now we have to make sure that there is a way that that can continue to happen, if not the physical media. He had uh, It's something worth pointing out because it will need to be fixed, but I'm very confident that it will be. You know, I always kind of wonder about, like, history in general. Yeah. Everything is getting turned over to, you know, digitized material. Well, that's something that can be completely destroyed. And it's not like artifacts. You know, you might have yeah. the artifact left over of the computer chip. But if all that information gets erased from history. Mm. I didn't realize we were going to have a deep historical conversation this morning. Well, did you want to? or? Uh... Well, uh, the only history that I was interested in was finding out what the, uh, that, fa that famous uh, joke was that the, uh, the British were telling the, uh, the Nazis. Oh, and I've that, got it right here. Is that, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, my dog has no nose. How does it smell? Awful. Ah, See? Yeah, yeah. Don't laugh too hard because it'll kill you. I, uh, I didn't know that that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was lethal back in World War II. I know you're a, I know you're a drum guy. Yeah. You're a drummer guy. Yeah. But uh, Loudwire compiled a list of the most expensive guitars sold at auction. Currently stands here. Kurt Cobain's acoustic electric guitar used on MTV Unplugged sold for $6 million. Wow. Kurt Cobain's 1969 Fender uh, Mustang from the Smells Like Teen Spirit video, $4.6 million. Jesus. What about uh, what about that shotgun? Uh, how much would that go for? Uh, I, I, I don't know how you can put a price on something like that. Are you sure you can't put a price on that? I'm pretty sure you don't want to put a price on that. Uh, all right. And uh, Kim Kardashian, ready? Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know. She, uh, she, di she, she did a bunch of things over the weekend, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and we don't have any quote from her. But we do have quotes from Caitlin. You do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kim, Kim's a little indisposed at the moment. Understood. Her mouth uh, is a little full. Caitlin? Whatever got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her the Russian Hamburglar. The Russian Hamburglar? That's yeah, that. One night after giving her the mayonnaise trombone, she was leaking more special sauce than a paper bag full of smashed Big Macs. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is oh, when I, I was didn't done... I didn't oh, realize we were skipping number two. <laughs> well... No, uh, yeah, listen. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is uh, when I was done from the waist down, she looked like an open-faced Mayor McCheese. <laughs> like a Happy Meal pinata. <laughs> rubble, rubble. You never, that never came in your bill before, did it? <laughs> I don't think so. But it didn't mind. Wah, 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 wah. We'll talk to Kim tomorrow. <laughs> Pax and Nickel. That's your Hollywood trash. Rock 102. <laughs> the 30th annual Mayflower Marathon is going on now. And a big thank you to MGM Springfield. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. That's good. That's going to keep burning me right there. It's uh, 952 with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon. Uh, we are, uh, I, we're getting a total in just a minute here, but I think we are over $14,000 before 10 o'clock on a Monday. That's crazy. Hey, uh, we've had a bunch of volunteers here this morning. Uh, what was it? Agawam Crossing Dental? Agawam Crossing Dental yeah. is here helping out. They were, a, a, a bunch of, uh, their employees took the, well, I don't want to say took the whole day out of work, but they all came down here and, uh, and have been donating their time helping loading the trucks and taking 
food out of people's cars and uh, yeah. really, really cool. So thank Me you very much to them. Meanwhile, there's somebody with a dental emergency that can't get seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who wants to go see a dentist right before Thanksgiving anyway? Yeah, right, right. Uh, right. I, take, I take that back. Remember when I said 14000 uh, 14, mm -hmm. it, It's not. We're now at $20,637. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, within the last hour? In the, in the last hour. Actually, 40 minutes, because the last time we talked to Mayor Dom Dom, we were at uh, 13000 in, in, in an, an hour 20. An hour and a half, we went from $4,500, which was primarily cash at that point, to $20,637. That is absolutely amazing. But we're a long, long way from, uh, from getting to where we need to be. Oh, I was going to say wrap it up, close the trucks up, and let's go home. Nope, no such luck. You're, right, you're here right. until Wednesday at 10 no matter what. All right, by, fine. By the way, if you can't physically get down to uh, MGM Springfield, you can always go on rock102.com and pay through PayPal. Real simple, real easy, very secure, and uh, it's really very simple. I want to complain that I'm cold, but I also think about people who don't. Like, I'm, this is just my first world problem here. Yes. Is me being cold. And I don't want to uh, complain and cry about that, uh, as we've heard over the last 20-something uh, years of somebody else who used to do yeah. that. I don't want to be that guy. I, I realize that there are people out there who can't afford heat, and, and I'm just doing this for a couple of days where people uh, go without yeah. for a while. Well, you're tender and fey. Yes, but uh, I am tender. I'm very tender. And fey. And, and fey? What is that? Well, it's, it's, uh, you look it up. It's kind of like a like, a, like a soft, uh, you know, maybe not the most masculine type of uh, yeah. uh, thing. I, I don't know what Faye means because I didn't go to college. <laughs> well, actually, I did. I went to Westfield State, but they didn't teach me that. Hey, um, is it me or do you smell Chinese food here? Uh, well, I'm we, smelling. Ch I mean, I hope. I mean, I don't know if anyone's delivered Chinese or looking to drop that off as a donation. But you well, know, who doesn't love Chinese food? I uh, I don't see any Chinese. I just see some pee pee and a coke. So oh my god, because somebody's playing a joke. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know where you're yeah, going yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, while you're here, if you're at uh, MGM Springfield, we have. When I say a ton of Springfield Thunderbird tickets, I mean we got a ton for Wednesday night's game, yeah. the Mayflower Marathon night. Uh, you know, it's the night before Thanksgiving. You got uh, you've been working all all day getting things ready for Thursday. It's a great break from uh, from all the Thanksgiving uh, hullabaloo. Yeah, get away from your family and come out and see the game. Yeah, even if uh, you know, even if you want to bring your family, you can do that too. And again, uh, a lot of tickets, but they are a limited supply. So please come on down and join us on Wednesday night. Absolutely. Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon, Rock 102. This